This is the show called Dead and Lovely. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Sailor Moon intro. What do you think about that? Quick to the point. I like it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. can hear my, my wife listening or watching on some Sailor Moon in the mm-hmm. other room. I thought I'd just bring what that right into the show. To it? What if oh, she just yeah? has the audio track? Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to Dead and Lovely, typically your favorite horror movie review podcast. But today... But wait, what? Your favorite wild card, not a horror movie podcast. Remix? Yeah, people are going to go tell their friends, I found my favorite not a horror movie podcast. And it's us. Yeah, and it's Dead, dead and lovely. lovely. Yeah. We're Some, just your favorite podcast. Let's just go with that. Favorite Ooh. podcast overall. Way to go. Tag <laughs> Team you. Champs. Look at you choosing the best podcast, You've listener. you made good choices. Man, you guys really know what's going on. Now, just in case this is your first time listening, we try to go with that Stanley ethos. It's everybody's first comic book That's whenever they true. pick it up. We typically review a horror movie and uh, bullshit about pop culture and other stuff we've been watching. That's true. That's true. Uh, And yeah, yeah, typically we do horror movies of all different kinds, but every now and then we like to to mix it up. A little wild card action. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, this is the anniversary of when we did Harry Potter Part Un. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Check out Spider-Man issue 437 for that. <laughs> yeah, Asterix. Uh-huh. Tear readers. They made so much money off selling us those back issues, oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so we do a wild card every now and then. We did Harry Potter this time last year, so it makes sense to do Harry Potter part deux. Who? This, on this great day mm-hmm. of the farf of Yali. Farf of Yali. The farf of Yali when Merca... Celebrates our independence. Uh huh. We celebrate England when Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Chopped the wooden chains off of the slaves. He bit through them with his wooden teeth. Bit through them with his wooden teeth. Yeah. And then George Washington, if I remember correctly, with his coonskin cap. With his coonskin cap, yeah. uh, he had a fist fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. With God. Uh huh. Yeah, and won. And won. And yeah. God said, "Okay, America's my country from now on." Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll drink to that. All right. What do you want to drink first? We got about three burrs lined up. What do you want to start uh, let's, with? Let's hit up this guy to get up to get down. It's our old friend from yeah. the Wiseacre Brewing Company. Uh-huh. Got to get up to get down. A coffee. It's a coffee milk stout, if I'm not mistaken, and it is. It is my favorite coffee type mm-hmm. beer I have ever had. I really like it. We tried it uh, a few episodes yeah, back. A couple weeks ago. And uh, man, it really has that great coffee. Uh, sort of chocolatiness to it. Sure does. I'm a big fan. Also tastes like a great dark beer. Although, you know what? I was at a bar. Actually, you know, whenever we did our last episode and I was like hungover all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the bars that we went to is like Central Depot. Cheers. <laughs> in Knoxville. And um, the the bartender guy told us that apparently like this beer is fixing to really change because they lost their coffee supplier. Like they oh, don't have shit. the same coffee supplier now. Yeah. So this might be one of the is last this a result great of ones Trump's you have. Tariffs probably. I think that it is. I'm no. pretty sure that it is mm-hmm. the great coffee tariffs mm-hmm. of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll find a better coffee supplier. I can't imagine though because this is fucking yeah, it's d- really good. delightful, man. Mm-hmm. Very good. You been drinking any good beers lately? Um, no, I've just been uh, sipping on vodka sodas. Oh, yeah. Trying to trying to get spelt. Man, that's one of them skinny girl drinks. Yeah. It's only 64 calories. I I, I looked up how much uh, your average beer is. Yeah. About 240 calories. It'll it'll lay into you pretty good. If you drink a six-pack, you. you're getting about 1,000 calories. That's half your, your day's worth of meal. Yeah. So <laughs> just eat less, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And drink more beer. Drink more beer. That's how it works. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, typically, clear liquors are for white women on diets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's me. 
sums you up to uh-huh. a T. Mm-hmm. Now, Steve, on this day, we're recording this the day of the 4th of July. What did you do with your 4th of July? Not a damn thing, and I loved it. That's fantastic. It was so hot outside. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It was hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock It was. There. Hotter than owl shit. <laughs> I saw a video on Facebook of some guy talking to his, his grandfather. Yeah. And his grandfather said, hotter than owl shit. Owl shit. Yeah. Why I'm it, not really sure what that means. Why would that be that warm? I'm not sure. I don't want to find out. I don't want to question him. Uh-huh. I mean, at the same time, though, I kind of want to know. But yeah. I don't want to touch owl shit. Not worth it. Nope. He wins. Yep. He's probably right. <laughs> I'll never wins. test it. Yeah, it's like, I'll just take your word for that one, buddy. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of chilled all day? Yeah, I just chilled all day. Uh, you know, uh, I live out in the country. You do, too. As I do. Um, people didn't start the fireworks too early, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my dog did start freaking out at about six yeah. whenever the fireworks started. Let's talk about fireworks a little bit. Yeah. Do we like them or do we not like them? Man, they're sure pretty, but I'll tell you what, not cool to dogs or anybody who has PTSD <laughs> from no. a war. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, so let's celebrate our, already, and our, we're making uh, more. our independence by scaring the shit out of our veterans. Yeah. Oh. And our dogs. And their dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I'm yeah. not a fan. Yeah. I read today that there are such thing as quiet fireworks. They still make a bit of a report. I like that. But they... they they put more into the the color side of it, huh? And so they're actually more colorful and interesting to look at, and they make less noise. I want that, as as I've mentioned on on other episodes, which is really weird considering I've played so much heavy metal guitar uh-huh. in my life. I hate loud noises. Yeah, me too. That's I hate worst. loud noises. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even like using a blender. I hate loud noises. Yeah. Turn it down. I yeah, say turn that damn thing down. Mm-hmm. Give me that wooden spoon. Let me just. <laughs> I'll just get that thing myself. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll crush up this ice with a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would actually much uh, much more enjoy that than the typical yeah. loud ass firework. And yeah, they just freak the fuck out of the dogs and stuff really too. Do. I feel really bad for our dogs today. They they kind of had a, a rough one today rough uh, a nah. dog pun <laughs> so last night we went out to my friend josh and brooks they had a white trash bash oh yeah july 3rd fun. white trash bash at their place which means that the dogs were alone all night that's a great beer isn't mm-hmm. it, it means it really that is. the dogs are alone all night and so i'm sure people are shooting off fireworks and stuff around yeah. here while we weren't home so they're probably freaking out last night um Kate was off of work today, so we, we slept in, we got up, made a big breakfast, and had champagne and stuff, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Fun stuff. Um, and finished watching Jaws. Watching All right. Watching Jaws, because Kate hadn't finished watching it yet. They were uh, showing, and AMC was showing a Jaws and Piranha Marathon today. You don't say. Mm-hmm. I want to find out more about that in a second. Yeah. Um, and so we finished watching Jaws, which, you know you guys like that movie check out last week's episode yeah rate and review on itunes subscribe uh-huh. to our podcast for real just saying yeah clearly you have good taste and if you haven't listened to it listen to it yeah it's a good it. episode then do rate it. and review us on itunes yeah subscribe Start up to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> and so we finished watching that and you know what honestly i think after our show and like your analyzation of those characters and stuff i think i actually liked it more yeah yeah. Cool. I might That's retroactively good. go back and rate Jaws like an eight. Bump it up a little. I think right. I might bump it up a little bit. Yeah. And then we uh, we embrace this great American tradition of watching Team America World Police. Hell yeah! On the Fourth of July. That's a good tradition. It's been a couple of years actually since I watched it. Uh huh. Still have every line of dialogue memorized. <laughs> because when it came didn't out, game up on life, didn't you? <laughs> Get out of the street, you fucking bum. <laughs> 
God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. And like, whenever that came out, you know, we went in theaters and saw it and just absolutely couldn't believe it. And as soon as it came out on DVD, we had people over no shit like six consecutive days in a row mm-hmm. to watch it. Wow. Yeah, we're just like, yo, you need to watch this. Come over. You need to watch uh-huh. this. Come over. And then we took like this week long beach trip with a bunch of friends after that too. And it was just on literally the entire time. It was just always <laughs> on. So it's like we all have that fucking movie encoded in our DNA. But I think just due to the to the fireworks thing last night, all the gunfire and stuff was mm-hmm. like freaking the freaking Aww. Zora out, our big dog. Yeah. The little dude Attila, he's deaf as fuck now, so he can't hear it anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, this is finally peace and quiet. It's great. <laughs> I think he prefers it really. <laughs> Don't come when nobody calls them, you know? Nothing freaks them out anymore. I've noticed some people who have hearing loss do seem to use it to their advantage. Absolutely so. To finally so. not have to hear your yeah. annoying ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would, shit. Yeah, like, uh, it's great, I imagine, yeah. some, for some people. Team America is still fucking amazing. Still yeah. incredible, and it's still one of those things that blows my mind that, like, I mean, they got Kim Jong-il and stuff in that movie, mm. and they made that while he was alive and in power and Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's nuts like i can't imagine them making that movie today no no (laughs) can you like i just like if you go back and watch i don't know movies five years ago that had russians in them yeah russians were bad guys right yeah 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 and every everybody in this area would have been like goddamn russians oh yeah now they're like now they're like hey what's wrong with them i don't understand (laughs) okay maybe they helped uh trump become president what's wrong with that he's the best president we ever had (laughs) i welcome my comrades he's been fixing everything he got us up to 19 trillion on the debt but so. let's get them damn Mexicans out of my garden picking my produce for Sons cheap. Sons of bitches. Putting this cheap roof on my house. And I won't tear if I want shit to cost more money. <laughs> this can of Budweiser and this aluminum can each cost more. More. <laughs> yeah. So after we watched that movie, we it's kind of lame, but it was one of those things that just really needed to be done. We spent all day cleaning. Mm-hmm. Which also meant vacuum time, which meant more freaked out dogs. Oh, yeah. My but, dog loves attacking the vacuum. Oh, yeah. It's a fun game for her. I really have this idea that, like, vacuum cleaner manufacturers specifically put, like, some kind of little, like, whistle device in there. Yeah, just to fuck with dogs. Well, I think what it is is it kind of sounds like what the the basilisk does to Harry, where it's like, <laughs> I will kill you. Uh-huh. And dog's like, no, you won't, motherfucker. <laughs> Bring it. The lame thing is, though, is we spent... I mean, straight up all day cleaning two rooms in our house, and we, we divided and conquered. So I was handling one, Kate was handling another, mm-hmm. and they're the lamest, most not cool rooms in the house. Kate was cleaning the laundry room, uh-huh. which is Fun like time. closed off and lame. Uh-huh. I was cleaning our okay. The way our house is divided up is the downstairs is all kind of the, the common area. Mm. Our upstairs is just one long room that's our our bedroom, and it's got like a bathroom at the end right. of it. So the entire upstairs like is always like I doubt you've ever even seen the upstairs of the house before. Yeah, it's just like our area. Mm-hmm. It's just a bedroom is all it is. And so it's really great and it's really terrible too. It's, okay. It's great because it's closed off in private and you never right. have to worry about cleaning up. It's terrible because you never really have to worry about cleaning up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same as a laundry room too, you know? So it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh shit, people are coming over. Just throw, throw the laundry room. room. Yeah, <laughs> throw it upstairs. Nobody's going uh-huh. up there. And it's like the only time you're up there is when it's like, oh, it's time to go to bed. Oh, shit, this place is a dump. 
go to sleep, wake up in the morning. Oh shit, this place is dumped. Go downstairs, do no, my whole day. Don't think about it. Yeah, repeat, repeat, upstairs, repeat, yeah. repeat. So it kind of gets to that that boiling point where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh my fucking god, I've got to clean this place up. Right. So, are you are you guys bed makers? Fuck no! Are you oh, kidding me? No. <laughs> what a colossal waste of your life! Seriously, I—it's one of those things I can't even comprehend. Yeah, I don't get it. I've never understood it. No. Why? Why? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing this for? Are you trying to create the illusion to people that might walk into your bedroom that oh, don't worry, I don't sleep? <laughs> like, what are you that trying is, to do? That is a thing. You know how like if you're asleep and somebody calls and then they ask if you're asleep, almost always you say no. No, oh, no, 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 no. Why? No, no, Why are we ashamed of Who our sleep? <laughs> Yeah, let's get hashtag sleep shaming. Let's end this shit. I don't understand, man. It's yeah. like if I go over to somebody's house and I see a bed that has like sheets and stuff strewn about it, am I like, ooh, he was sleeping? Gross. Yuck. <laughs> so even whenever like people are coming and it's like, oh, you know, make up the bed or whatever, I'm uh-huh. like, even while I'm doing it, I'm like, this is the biggest fucking waste of yeah. my life ever. You'll never get that time back. No, you won't. Kate's mom makes the bed every day of her entire life. You know how many videos she could have watched on YouTube instead I know. of doing that? I know. It would have been a much better use of her time. I tend to think so. So you could have watched videos of other people making their beds. Yeah. Gotten the satisfaction of it without having to do it. And supported their livelihood. <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't comprehend it. So I spent all day doing that, but I did find my favorite WWF t-shirt that I've been missing. Oh, shit. It's got, man, it's got Stone Cold and Ted DiBiase. If anybody's ever watched my neck refinishing video, it's the t-shirt I'm wearing in that video. And it's like my favorite. So. Is it Stone Cold when he was the ringmaster? Uh, no, it's definitely just some living large Austin 316. Awesome. Yeah, hands in the air, just fucking badass <laughs> looking guy. Yeah. So I did go through and I found some good stuff and got rid of a bunch of old clothes and shit. So. Cool. Necessary, necessary evil. And I just mm. spent all day listening to like, podcasts and stuff so yeah that's fun i can do pretty much anything as long as i can like listen to a podcast yeah. or a book on tape or yeah. music Cleaning or whatever is so much easier i i listen to podcasts while i cook yeah constantly. oh dude yeah, yeah 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 totally so yeah so i did that kate cleaned the laundry room and stuff and then we made a gigantic awesome fucking steak dinner oh yeah which we I do. smelled that when I came in. It yeah. smelled great. There's probably still like there's smoke in the air right now, I'm well, sure. Hey, you made a steak. We do a cast iron rig. Yeah. That's why well, it's if you're at. gonna do it inside, that's how to do it. Yeah, definitely so. And you know, it's one of those things I grew up on grilled steaks all the time. Yeah. And the thought of like cooking a steak inside, I was just like, what a waste. Yeah. But then years ago, Kate got really good at it, and it's so nice because you get that that crust uh-huh. evenly yeah. across the steak. Yeah, it's beautiful yeah. In, a, in an iron skillet. You got to uh-huh. get that thing screaming hot. Oh, yeah, and get your steak dry, too. Yeah. That's the biggest yeah, key. Cause you you, yeah, because the water will make it gray yeah. instead of the crusty, nice brown. Exactly. Yeah. You end up kind of braising it mm-hmm. more than anything. But, yeah, if you keep that pan relatively dry, pat that steak good and dry and yeah. stuff. Oh, man, it was so good. I'm not a, even a huge steak guy, but it's like once every couple months, we're just like, yeah, I don't really have some eat real them very often, in. but when I do, like, uh, like if we go somewhere yep. uh, that is particularly known for their steak. Oh, Charlie's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chili's, <laughs> TGI Fridays. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House, known for their steaks. But if we go to a place particularly known for their steaks, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a steak, but usually it, it just seems like uh, it's a lot of fat. For, for one meal. Sure. You know, I, I just, I'll i have my chicken and season it real good. Well, what's your cut of choice? Because if you get like a filet mignon, then yeah, you're that's talking a lot of fat on there. That's true. Uh, and that would be a choice cut for me, but okay. that's expensive. 
Can be. Yeah. Can be. Can be. I mean, you could buy your own loin, break it down. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit cheaper. I've never done that. I haven't either. Hmm. I know how to do it. Yeah. You gotta remove that silver skin. Yeah, get that off there. Get that skirt off there. Oh, yeah. Use uh-huh. that for fajitas later. I got me a skirt steak the other day at the yeah. uh, at the farmer's market. I've never cooked a skirt steak before. Oh, okay. I'm excited well, to try it. Yeah, skirt steak. That's one of those things real good on the grill. Real yeah? good on, uh, yeah. Just get it real hot coals, couple minutes on each side, put it in aluminum foil, let mm. it just continue to cook up oh, to yeah, medium yeah. rare. Fucking shit, yes. I saw Alton Brown cook one just directly on coals. Yeah, I've seen that. It's crazy. I didn't know you could do right, that. Yeah, he just put it right on the coals. Yeah, yeah. It looked, looked good real too. good, yeah. man. It looked real fucking good. Uh-huh. So I'm excited to, uh, to mess with that around a little bit. Should That's be good. awesome. So yeah, overall, uh, a good day. I know that like spending the day cleaning sounds kind of lame, but... Uh-huh. You know, again, I can I can do anything as long as I can chill out and relax, and it really needed to be done. Yeah. So, I'm good with it. I didn't do a whole lot other than, because uh, my wife had to work today. Oh, yeah. Uh, other than hang out with my dog and uh, watch this movie again. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so take you, notes. So, you've invested about 20 Seven, hours of your life. 17 years of my life watching this movie <laughs> twice. Yeah. It's a lot... It's a lot of movies. It's Steve. a whole lot of movie, and you know what? It's not. It's not worth it to me. Like uh, an extended Lord of the Rings, for instance, where mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh yeah, I love every second of this. And you're going, Wow, things are happening. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is just more and more story instead yeah. of. I guess we'll go and see some spiders or something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And then a car shows up <laughs> for reasons. Yeah, because. Uh huh. Now you said earlier there's some good uh, monster movie marathons happening today. Yeah, huh? man. Uh, they had on AMC. They had Jaws and Piranha playing all day. Yeah. Um, on Sci-Fi, they had a Nightmare on Elm Street marathon. Oh yeah. Were and, they showing like all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. All day long. I think that. <laughs> The feeling in this country, among creative types especially, yeah. is that the 4th of July is now a horror movie day. I'm on board for that. And I, I'm I cool cannot with that. see the association between the two things, but um, I'm on board. I, we used to be proud of our country, and now we're not. Oh, we're, now it's like, look at us now. Yeah, now it's like, oh shit, we're like the <laughs> laughing stocks of the world. People used to hate us because we were terrible, yeah. but now they're just laughing at us. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Did you get to watch any of that stuff? Um, I did watch... Uh, Jaws was on. And as I've said before, if Jaws if is on, on, I'll just watch it. You gotta so watch it. I watched it while I was making some uh, making some burrito fixings. Feel like making burritos. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like making burritos to you. Oh, man. Can you imagine that? Making burritos to, to somebody? To someone. To someone. <laughs> at someone. Oh, no. I'll make his burrito oh, at you. Get ah, your burrito off. out of my face. It's spicy. <laughs> we making, a spicy burrito. <laughs> we making like a, uh, just like a, a bean and rice kind of rig? Or? Uh, no, uh, turkey and rice. Okay, my, yeah. Yeah. Um, some, some cheese in there. Yeah. Some sour cream. All right, all right. A little bit of hot sauce. Do you like wrap it and grill it? Uh, I do that sometimes, I but so. um, I was just making this for my wife's lunch, so okay. just threw together a quick one for myself and then put the rest in a Tupperware for her. Pro move. Yeah. Uh, speaking of those marathons, Kate, for, for part of my birthday, got me the um, uh, Friday 13th box set. Hell yeah. Which is, for some reason, there must be some licensing thing, because it's like it has everything other than X and goes to hell. Huh. Which, strangely enough, I've never seen Goes to Hell. 
You haven't? Yeah. So, you're so, not missing a lot. That's what I've heard. Yeah. But it's still got, you know, like the first 20 movies. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've been wanting to like have myself a little marathon action too. I wonder why. Uh, was it that New Line bought the rights or something? I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because that's how they did Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. New Line and you know, Freddy and stuff. You watched anything else good this, this week? Yep. I watched the uh, the season finale of Westworld. Oh, season uh, two? Season two finale. Right. I haven't I, even watched any of it yet. How do you I like loved it? it. I think, you know, if uh, I know you didn't love the first season. Didn't love I've it. said before about this season that it's it's a little bit more character heavy and okay. less less like timeline fuckery mm-hmm. but there is still some timeline fuckery okay so that's fun well uh the i would say that some people probably didn't like the season finale yeah uh, probably a, a good bit of people but i liked it a lot i thought it was great i liked the season one finale a lot yeah so it was good. would i probably be okay with this one yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so because it really like opens up the world. They definitely the the producers of the show have said that they have an end in mind for you know season three. So yeah. They, it's not like Lost where they're just trying to string it along. They know what they're they're doing. Yeah. And I think it all comes together. Okay. I think it's good. I liked it. But uh, I'll get around to watching it. There are a couple of episodes in the season that are super duper strong. Like, yeah. Really good. All right. All right, man. Well, I'll give it a shot whenever I get around to it. It's one of those things. There's so much good stuff going on right now. Yeah, I understand that. To watch. We were just watching through uh, the newest episode of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, that made you super happy. It's it's just a feel-good show of the century right there, man. You're just laughing your ass off. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude. Yeah, it's dork. Yeah. It's a dork show. Um, It's really, really interesting. I think it's great. This, This season, too, has been really beautifully shot and i think kind of more of a slow burn than the first one was i bet there's probably a lot of people that think that it's dull Hmm. but i just think it really lets you kind of soak up the moments with the characters and Uh stuff so i like that a lot i'm on board for it and man something i really dig about that show is they they just don't at all try to hide the fact that this is what would happen if all the mega conservatives got their wish and the entire country is run by the laws of the bible yeah it just shows it. I mean, mm-hmm. and people are quoting Bible verses as they're doing heinous, fucked up stuff. <laughs> like, like normal. Yeah, exactly. As has happened for uh-huh. most of history. So I think it's really interesting that this show just really lays it out like that. And it's like, well, look, this is what would happen if you were in charge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it blows my mind. Blows my mind. I think that what we always forget about when we have a, a moral and ethical standpoint where we try to teach the conservative uh, far right, yeah. that what they're doing will lead to those things. They they see that and they go, yeah, that's that's what we want. Yeah, <laughs> they, exactly. Not shame right. me into not wanting that because that's what I want. I yeah. want women in chains and I want white men to rule. Yeah, exactly. So like, like there's no way to get through to no, them. No, huh? <sighs> <laughs> Womp womp. Huh? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. It's been a good season, though. I've been enjoying it. Um, well, you know, I don't know if I've been enjoying it, but it's been really good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. If you enjoy I, it, you're probably fucked up. I still haven't watched that show. I want yeah. to. I, I I know it's good and I know it's important, but the world is just too much <laughs> like it. Too much of that right now. Too much of that. Like, I, I maybe, you know, we'll get... Uh, 
Our next president will be someone awesome, like yeah. Elizabeth Warren, perhaps, mm-hmm. behind her for 2020. Yeah, yeah. I would have voted for it for 2016. No doubt. I'd vote for it right now. If there yeah. were a recall election, that'd be wonderful. Mm. Um, but maybe we'll get some uh, lovable buffoon in the office <laughs> who just happens to say stupid shit but does the right thing most of the time. Yeah. And then I'll sit down and I will watch... Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale, Tale and be like, well, this isn't even sort of possible, so I can watch yeah. it now. Or we get Elizabeth Warren in there and I'll feel like, goddamn right, the world is is going the right way. <laughs> this Let's watch this. Is not going Let's to watch happen. this insane dystopian future that's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little too possible right, right now. now it's saying. like, uh, no, okay, that might happen. Well, for you guys who are just joining this for the first time, usually before we get into our movie review portion, we like to do a little a little themed um, mm-hmm. let's let's call it kind of like when you go to the movies you go you see the previews. Uh-huh. Let's call this the the preview palace. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the preview palace. Welcome to the preview palace, where we like to do something that's kind of themed around the movie that we're going to be discussing, uh-huh. uh, so we can chit chat and kind of bullshit about it here a little bit. We've got a quiz that we're going to be taking here, but before we do that, let me ask you, Steve, when's the last time you read the Harry Potter books? It's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Yeah. My wife read them a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and. She watched Harry Potter 2 with me, and I found myself having to ask her questions about the books, because I was like, does that happen in the book? I don't remember that, etc. Um, so it's been a while. I've missed some, but I I have read the book several times and was yeah. kind of obsessed with them for a few years. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I think my Harry Potter knowledge is up there, but I'm not positive. Okay, run on. Yeah, like I was, um, I was watching about half of the movie with Kate, and then she went to bed, and mm-hmm. Um, I've read the books many times, but she was remembering a lot of little details about stuff uh-huh. that I did not remember, actually, so I'm glad that she was watching that with me there. Yeah, it's helpful. Uh, I think the last time I've read the books, last time I read all of them was a couple of years ago, but as the illustrated editions have been oh, coming yeah, out, right. yeah, yeah, Kate like dict- dictates them to me uh-huh. while I'm driving and stuff like that, so right now we're on the third one. So we re- we did the second one probably a year or so ago. Okay. So I feel like I'm still like semi fresh mm-hmm. on it, you know. I love those fucking books. Yeah, me too. Real Always fun. a good time. We're going to the beach in about a month, and I'm already like, you know, because when I go to the beach, literally all I do is just fucking sit on the beach. Yeah. And I read and fun listen time. to music, and that's it. That's all I do. And well, um, you don't buy a rebel flag. And well, yeah. After that, get on a sea do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In my Budweiser trunks, obviously. My Corona Beach towel. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, what else are you gonna do out there? <laughs> get in a fight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that too. When I'm not doing all those, <laughs> though, I like to sit and read. And I find myself, I'm constantly torn every year because I'm like, I know I should do new things. But right. I just kind of want to sit on the beach and read Harry it's Potter. It's a vacation. Do do the thing Treat that's yourself. easiest to do. Treat that, and that's yourself. the thing. It's super easy, and it makes me really happy. Yeah. I'm busy enough. I'm using my brain all the time, all the other days of the year. Yeah. I kind of want to just let that thing cool off a little while. <laughs> For real. Woo! You got to get like a heat sink in there. Yeah, Too exactly. much going on. Yeah, fan. You yeah. Know? I usually have two fans on either side of my ears here. I'm, I'm water-cooled myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. nice. Got one of the water cool rigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just really tempted just to go and cool down and fucking read them Do again. It. You know, I've been thinking because for this, uh, I did. I, I had the book with me at my desk, and I kept going to the book whenever I would think, like, did that happen in the book? And so, yeah. 
like honestly this this movie sticks probably the closest to the book of any uh, of any probably, of them yeah. and that is to its disadvantage <laughs> unfortunately i was gonna say the thing is, is you probably could have started sitting down there and reading the book and, and probably finished it before the movie was that's over. That's true. And I would have been less embarrassed. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, is like, obviously, yeah, me and old Steve Reno here. Steve, mm-hmm. you're wearing a damn Gryffindor shirt That's true. Right I, now. I, I also own and operate a Hogwarts shirt. You two know what I'm saying? You have the same oh, one. Oh, yeah, we got the same one. Yeah, I have two of that one because the first one I have has a little hole in it. Uh-huh. So I bought another one, but then I was like, well, I'm not going to stop wearing the other one no, just because uh-huh. I have a hole in it. No. So. We go out and wear them together. And, we do. It's cute. Yeah, and we hold hands and people are mm-hmm. like, I'm so confused because those guys are twins, uh-huh. but they're also gay. Yeah, gay twins. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. then one, and then another person says, "I seen this on Game of Thrones. It's okay." I seen this. That's yeah. what they say. I seen it. Uh huh. This is okay. <laughs> that is the only thing Game of Thrones hasn't done: gay twin incest. <laughs> they have twin incest, and they have they have Rainy Baratheon, Renly Baratheon, the gay character. There are several gay characters. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But and yeah, of gay course, twins. Others, gay twins. Hmm. Yeah. My wife uh, is a twin. Yeah. She has a twin brother, and uh, she's very much disgusted by the twin incest. Oh, God, yes. And well, she, as you should be. Luckily, like, you kind of get to forget about it most of the first few seasons. Yeah. Because they're not together, but then they get back together and... They show it a lot. They do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, I want to to prove it to the world that you yeah. and I are hardcore... True Harry Potter fans. Harry Potter Lovecraft fans. That's us. Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter, Potter Lovecraft. Lovecraft. And uh, take a little quiz here, and let's mm-hmm. let's find out maybe how much we know about a Harry Potter. Who do you think we can consult about this? Well, are you wizards? I know I know a French wizard named Pierre Michonneau. It's <laughs> not a works, real name, but okay. I know he works for BuzzFeed France. Okay, France. And he's got a little quiz here. If you can get a fifteen of twenty on this test, you're a true Harry Potter fan. You are a true Legionnaire. Yeah. Now this first one, <laughs> I think. We'll get okay. Let's tag team. One hundred percent. When was Harry Potter born? Okay. What am I? You got four choices. July first, nineteen eighty. Okay. July thirty first, nineteen eighty. Okay. August first, nineteen eighty. August thirty first, nineteen eighty. That's a July thirty one, isn't it? It's July for sure. I think it's thirty one. I think it's late in the month because it's near when school starts. Oh yeah. I was I was homeschooled though, so fuck me. But oh yeah, no, you're right. I think it's late July. Yeah. Let's go July thirty first. Correct. Correct, Amundo. It says correct. Oh, we're we're at one hundred percent right now. Look at us. Which one of these Weasley brothers is the oldest? Okay, there's a couple of them. There are Charlie, Charles, Bill, William, Percy, Percival, Ron. Okay, so it's Ron. not Percy or Ron. No, it's Charlie Who's or Bill. Ball, Bill or Charlie. Charlie's the one who works with the the dragons, right? Yeah, and Bill works for the bank. I think it's Bill. Bill. Bill okay. sounds like a better older brother name. You know what? Okay, so I'm playing the Harry Potter mobile game. I've heard it sucks. It does suck. The story, <laughs> man, it, it, I want so bad for there to just be a World of Warcraft style Harry Potter game where you are an 11-year-old, you go to Hogwarts, you get sorted in your house, yeah. and you just live in a multi a massive multiplayer yeah. RPG. You get to do quests, etc., this game, too many microtransactions. You only get to play the game for roughly two minutes at a time. Oh, Jesus. And then you just have to wait for the energy to come back. It's ridiculous. I don't want to go to there. But Bill Weasley is in that game in okay. the third year. Okay. All right. Third and year. the game is uh, your character graduates the year before Harry Potter comes. Oh, so that's how they work that. Okay. Yeah. 
So I think it's Bill. If Bill Weasley's a third year in that, and Charlie's not in the game, and Charlie's already graduated. No, ain't no way. He'd be way older. Okay, let's go with Bill. Maybe this is not telling me I'm correct, just telling me I selected it. I don't know. We'll find out soon. All right. What if we are completely wrong on everything? There are probably some huge Harry Potter fans listening right now like, these dudes are idiots. (laughs) Fuck these guys. Which book is this first sentence taken from? Okay. Not for the first time, an argument had broken out over breakfast at number four, Privet Drive. Okay, so which of the Harry Potter books is this from? Mm -hmm. Not for the first time, an argument had broken out. Uh Uh-huh. So we know... Harry Potter 1 does not start that way. No, it doesn't. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets doesn't either, I don't think, because it does start right before that party. Um, He's up in his bedroom. So it wouldn't be over the breakfast table, right? What's, okay, what's the other choices? Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and the Half-Blood Prince. Okay, Prisoner of Azkaban. Half-Blood Prince definitely does not start that way. No. Azkaban, I don't think starts that way, because that would be starting with Aunt Marge coming over and stuff. All right. You want to go chamber? I think chamber. I think it's our our subject today. All right. Which is the correct spelling of Hufflepuff? Oh, shit. Spelling time. H-U-F-L-E-P-U-F-F. It's got a double F in there. H-U-F-F-L-E-P-U-F-F. Yeah, it's two double Fs. It's that one. Yes, I'm not going to keep reading that. Uh That one's an easy one. Which Horcrux was the second one to be destroyed? Okay, this one's pretty easy, I think. Okay. Uh, the medallion, the cup, the ring, the diadem. Okay, the medallion, so the cup, the ring, the diadem. The cup and the diadem were both destroyed in uh, the seventh book. The medallion is... <sighs> the medallion's the one that like makes the girl yeah. like freak out and fly. That's in f- five? Oh, wait, but that's that wasn't a Horcrux. That was, it was just a cursed... Uh... Amu- or a cursed or uh, pocket, yeah. or whatever that thing's called that has like a little opening. Because when they opened oh, it, it said it. R-A-B. No, no, no. That, that wasn't the same one. That though. wasn't the same one? No. Oh, man. The ring. Okay, so. The ring is Dumbledore destroyed that in yeah. six. Yeah. Because his hand's all fucked up. Did the, Was it destroying that that fucked up his hand? Or yeah. was it just. Okay. So. I think then the ring must have been number two because that doesn't even get destroyed in the book. We just get told about it's it before. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go with the ring. Okay. Seven days. <laughs> Who accompanied Harry to the Yule ball? This one's pretty easily. Oh shit. They got both of them. Okay. <laughs> Parvati oh. Patel. Okay. Padma Patel. Cho Chang or Jenny Weasley. I think it was Parvati. I think it's Parvati yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. In the first book, on which floor is the off-limits corridor located? Ooh. Oh, shit. Shit. Damn it, this is hard. Fifth? This, okay, so it's the second floor, third floor, fifth floor, sixth. You said fifth. I'm just going to go with fifth. Oh, we got that wrong. Okay, so we have so, been getting these okay, right. Okay, so if it, only if it's wrong, it tells That's you That's the wrong. first wrong one we've got. Look at us. Way to go. So, wait, so which one was it? Fourth? Third. Third. Third mm-hmm. floor corridor. That does sound right. Damn which it. Ear? Damn our eyes. Which ear did Fred Weasley lose? This was the left ear, I believe, right? Oh! Wait, hold on. The left ear, the right ear. Um, George is the one who lost an ear. Oh, look at this shit. Wait, which one died? Fred died. Yeah, Fred died. George lost the ear. I think that's right. Yeah. Dude, Fucking this is actually kind of hard. Died. Yeah, this is hard. I'm going to... Okay, George is the one who lost it. Yep, we're right. We're good? Uh-huh. Awesome, sick. What is Albus Dumbledore's full name? This is easy. 
Albus, Brian, Percival, Wolfric, Dumbledore. Yeah. Albus, Wolfric, Percival, Brian, Dumbledore. Oh, shit, the order. Brian is right before Dumbledore. Okay. Um, Albus, Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. Albus, Brian, Percival, Wolfric. Okay. Oh, man. It's either Wolfric, Percival, Brian, or Percival, Wolfric, Brian. But I know that the Brian was last because that was like the funny beat okay. in, when he said his name. Yeah. Oh, and Brian. Albus, Wolfric, Percival, Brian, Dumbledore. Albert Percival. Oh, damn. I think it might be Albus Percival. I, I mean, that was my first. Is that the first one that you read off? Uh, Albus Brian Percival is the first. Okay, one. so I was definitely way wrong. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this one. Albus Percival, we got it. We got it. Yeah, good call. Uh, and, they, and they say smoking dope rots your brain. They're way they're off on way that. Off on that. My brain is not rotted at all. Jeff Sessions, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Who's that again? <laughs> <laughs> is he the Keebler elf? Yeah. Uh, what is Luna Lovegood's Patronus? A mouse, a hare, a cat, or a ladybug? It's a hare. It's a hare. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Luna we, rules. She is the best. Yeah, she really awesome. is. Yeah. yeah if, if we could have gotten more Luna and more Neville in yeah, those later books when they're like becoming awesome. Totally. Yeah. Which one of these ingredients is not used in the making of Polyjuice Potion? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Lacewing fly. That is used. Leeches. I don't think that's used. Fluxweed Agapanthus. Holy shit. I thought I was onto something there for a second. Lacewing fly is in there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, lacewing is. The leeches, I, I know that they, they use leeches like chopped up for other spells. Yeah. I even recall in Fluxweed the third one. Fluxweed and Agapanthus don't... I mean, they almost sound obscure enough to where they'd put them in mm-hmm. this complex potion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man... I'm Let's leaning into leeches. Le- I'm leaning leeches. into it. Oh, it was Agapanthus. Damn it. Look at this. Shit. What is the name of the person that Ron turns into while infiltrating the Ministry of Magic? Okay. Reg Cattermole, Ray Cuttermile, Reg <laughs> Cottermule, or Ray Cottermale? Oh, It was fuck. Reg. I've got sure. no idea. It was Reg. Okay. I don't know if it's Cattermole or Cuttermule. Is that in the si- no, seventh one, seventh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm listen. I'm, I'm with you here. Reg Catermole. Okay, let's go for it. Got it. Got it. Hell yeah. Dang, dude, killing it. How much is a galleon worth? Fuck. Oh, not this. I always hated this whole system. <sighs> 12 sickles, 17 sickles, 23 sickles, or 29 sickles. Now, I'm thinking 12 because that's the only way that the entire system could make sense to me, but yeah? that's why I'm thinking I'm wrong. Right. Or does it is it 12 because it sounds familiar to you and you have read possible. This? I, I frankly am completely in the dark on this one. I have no idea. It reminds me of like fucking Canadian money. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I worry that like while I've been in Canada, I've lost so much money because I'm yeah. just like, I don't even know how much change. When I first moved to like, Russia, like, um, cause their money is all different colors. Just, yeah. And yeah. it was just like, what is this play? This is like fucking monopoly money. Yeah, where can I cash this in for real money? Uh huh. And then like a dollar was worth 28 rubles. So like. Something would cost like 120 rubles, and when you first get there, you're like, "Is that a lot?" Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like five bucks. So yeah, <laughs> not really. Uh, let's just say twelve. Okay. No, it's seventeen. Seventeen. God damn it. Fuck. What animal does Rita Skeeter turn into in order to spy on people? That's a ladybug or something, right? It is. It's oh, say so, okay. So we got a beetle, an ant, a cockroach, or a spider. Is it a beetle? I guess it'd be beetle, beetle. then. Yeah. Yeah, we're right. 
What is I the know. name of the charm which fills the ears of its victims with a buzzing noise? Ooh. Mufalato. That, that makes you deaf. Muflato. Mufliato. Oh. Um, Mufilto. Well, never mind. I'm wrong about all those. I it's, thought it was one that, like, covered your ears. Yeah, I thought it was so, one of too. Those. But I think Muflato is the correct one. Okay. Mufalato, Mufalato is just that thing that they have at Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! It was, it was Mufali, Mufliato. Damn it. Fucking I thought that shit. was a kind of expensive noodle. I think I had one of those for lunch yesterday. Yeah, muffliato with the uh, marinara. The capicola. Uh, an eggplant. Prosciutto. <laughs> pizza pie. They how put long, a pizza pie on the bus. How long can we keep doing Italian stereotypes before it gets, like, offensive? What's the, the expiration date on that? I mean, it used to be offensive, obviously, because yeah. it was like... You know, people were really uh, shitty to Italians when but they came over. It's time to make the pizza. I love the pizza. Is anybody shitty to Italians anymore? Why would they be shitty to Italians? There's got to be did somebody was bring that delicious is. Delicious food in Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, carbs. They brought us carbs. They brought us carbs. Delicious tomatoes. Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Way to go! I ain't, got no, I ain't got no problem with them. Mm-mm. Which one of these people did Bellatrix Lestrange not kill? Ooh, okay. Rima Lu- Remus Lupin. Wait, boy, Remus. this is hard to read. Okay, Nymphadora Tonks. Remus Lupin and Nymphadora Tonks. R.I.P. Yeah, or Sirius Black. Well, she killed Sirius Black. She killed Sirius. And she killed w- w- Remus or. I think she Tonks. killed Tonks. Did she? I think that. Well, how did Remus die then? I want to say Remus died in just some fucking explosion. Yeah. Like uh, like uh, what's his name? The werewolf guy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking like about. Blew him up or something. He's like barely in the movies. Yeah, which is weird because he's like scary as shit. I know, in the books. It's a badass character. Yeah. let's go with Tonks. Ah, it was Lupin. Is Lupin? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. That was which one she didn't kill? Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. I didn't answer it Damn right. Damn it, Steve! You never listened to me. No. <laughs> this podcast is over. You're tearing me apart, man. <laughs> what is Hermione's middle name? Uh, Helen, Jean, Gabrielle, or Judy? Isn't it? Jean? Hermione Jean Granger. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Jean. Yes. Look at us. What is Parvati Patil's Bogart? Bogart. Bogart. A severed hand, a ghost, a jack-in-the-box, or a mummy? I think what, what? mummy. Okay. Who was a jack-in-the-box? God. Oh, wasn't that? That was one somebody that turned just in the movie. into a jack-in-the-box, and it was in the movie, yeah. Because it was like a big, creepy jack-in-the-box, and I'm like, that's not better. Yeah. It's not better. No, it's not. Let's go with mummy. I think it's mummy. Hey! Hey, is that right? All right. Tight. What shape are Professor McGonagall's glasses? Round, oval. Square, I Square. Think. Yeah. It's never stated. Let's go with square. It is. Because I want to say the markings of the cat that she mm-hmm. turns into has square markings. Exactly. Yeah. Where is Madame Marsh headed to... When she rides the night bus with Harry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Deep cut. Blackwood, Abergavenny, Gresford, or Welshpool? Shot in the dark. I have no idea. No idea. Welshpool sounds so fucking British. It does. I really don't know. This is a I'm total gonna, random guess I'm for me. I'm just going to say Abergavenny. It was right. Hell yeah, And that put dude. us at 15 out of 20. Hey! We're goddamn Harry Potter experts. Look it up. I mean, and technically 16 because you just accidentally pushed the wrong That's thing. That's true. Damn it. So technically Such 16. Such a dumb dumb. I'm going to call us true believers. It says here, well done. You are without a shadow of a doubt a true Harry Potter fan. 
Fuck yeah, we are. Look we at us. Are, are the champions, champions, my friend. My friend. Down, 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 down. God we damn. just kicked that's ass. Uh, I think that we pretty well did. You know what we deserve? Another cold beer. <laughs> Another cold beer. We got Hell a couple yeah. lined up. What's next? What do you want to try well, we next got year? We got here this uh, bourbon barrel aged beer so I've never this, had. This here is a Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. Now, this is one of those things that you guys must have not had out there on that snooty yeah. ass West Coast. The, there were a couple of bourbon barrel. I mean, if you go to certain stores, you oh, can sure, get whatever course, you want. Yeah. But, you know, you're just going to Ralph's or a Vaughn's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're not going to run into bourbon barrel stout at all. So this is a, they do a, a bourbon barrel stout and an ale. This one's the ale. The stout oh, okay. is, of course, richer and I think more mm. more boozy. But if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, this is still... I want to say eight or nine percent. Let's see here. Ooh, buddy! Isn't that good? Yeah. It kind of tastes like a boiler maker, doesn't it? It does taste like a boi- like the best type of boiler maker. It doesn't have an ABV list on here, but I swear that it it used to. Wow. Oh wait, no, eight point one percent. It's got like a roasted marshmallow flavor to it. That you is a say, positive. Let me, let me see if I can get a get a hold of that myself here. And as I've said before, I don't like marshmallows. But I do like that roasted marshmallow I can see flavor. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a burnt sugar mm-hmm. kind of taste. Yeah. That's good. I mean, oftentimes, wow. just because... I don't know about you. I like Boilermakers. Yeah. Like, as long as... As you got to combine the, the right beer with the right bourbon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, because you can make a Boilermaker that's really fucking nasty. Yeah. Like, I think a, a PBR Boilermaker is awful. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you look what you're starting with. Yungling takes bourbon great. Oh, yeah? Have you ever done that? I have not. I mean, it, it honestly doesn't taste too far off from this. Okay. It's really good. I like it a lot. <laughs> so the, the stout's really good, too. Last week, you made me George Thorough get it. But this week, I'm not drinking alone. No, you're not, yeah, man. Yeah, with nobody <laughs> in. I prefer to be by myself. I do love that song. <laughs> it's awesome. George Thorogood's great. And or the Destroyers. And or them. Yeah. Get a haircut. Get a real job. <laughs> I, up. Don't be I remember when that song came out. Yep. Uh, like I remember it playing on the radio on uh, 103.5 W-I-N-Z. Knoxville. <laughs> Classic rock. Now, Steve, let me ask you, how do you feel about the Chamber of Secrets book? I like the book. You like the it's, book? Um, it's not the strongest of the books. No. But um, I think in... In conjunction with the seventh book, the second book has the most, uh, like, about Harry's connection to Voldemort and the Horcruxes and stuff. Yeah. Without any of that ever being explained. You know, it's it's really, really interesting because the way that whenever she did get to the finale of the series... Uh-huh. I think that she really did try to look back and be like, well, what's the one of these that people think is the least important? Yeah. It's definitely two. Yeah. And then she's like, well, how much stuff could I kind of farm out of this? It's kind of like Breaking Bad season three. No, what? is it two? The one with the plane crash? Oh, that's two, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Uh-huh. Where it's like, that's easily the most unimportant season. But then there's like shit that comes back in there that yeah. is extremely important well, during the end. I mean, okay. So with the, the first book, the first book is a standalone classic. Like, yeah. It didn't have to have any sequels. No. For it to remain a children's book classic, mm-hmm. um, so she she succeeds with the first book. Now she's got a chance in a book deal mm-hmm. to expand on this universe. So in the second book, she's got to include a bunch of stuff that she doesn't explain. 
Right. Yeah, to set it up for more. To, to set up for more books. Yeah. So in the first, the first book in the first movie, you can watch that, and you might have some questions, but mostly it's just a, a closed story. With this, there's like so many avenues that she needed to go down so that she had more to work with in the future books. Definitely, definitely. But that ends up, up being scenes, yeah. a huge detriment in the movie. Yeah. When b- the movie's being made by people who don't know where she's headed with all this, don't know what's right. important and what they can cut out. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a really, really good point. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's something that always has to be such a hassle whenever you are making adaptations of a series that yeah. is in the process of being written, just like Game of Thrones and stuff. It's yeah. like, I feel like the, the season's like, you know, three, four, five yeah. of Game of Thrones, they're just kind of like stalling. Yeah, because they were like, well, he's going to release that next book so right nowhere to go yeah. right they're just kind of stalling yeah. and then they're like you know what fuck it let's just blow by it and um obviously it was the right move if we ever want to do a game of thrones podcast i'd love which that. i do that would be awesome but um i you can tell the frustration that the showrunners have with george r, r. martin yeah oh by God, yeah. how they characterize him in the in the the show itself yeah, yeah. like the um Tyrion's speech about the the their cousin who was like mentally handicapped who just smashed beetles with a rock. Yeah, yeah. That that was them making fun of George R. R. Martin. Oh shit. Uh, for sure. Like it definitely was <laughs> cold. They, like he just he just wants to kill things. He just wants to. Mm-hmm. He has no joy in any of it except seeing things die. Jeez. Yeah. Damn, that is cold. Yeah, I think they really got frustrated with him after a while, and they were just like, "Fuck it, we'll go with what." He's, he's told us basically where he wants to go. Yeah. We'll figure out the rest. Now, I'm trying to think in terms of like movie versus book production. So whenever the second movie was being made, mm-hmm. was the third book already out? Okay. So the, the second book came out in 99. That's unbelievable to me that it was that long ago. The book came out in 2001, I believe. And this movie came out in? 2002. Okay. So, so, so the third book... Maybe came out while they were in production, yeah. probably, of this. Probably why they make some mention of Scabbers, even though he doesn't really play into the story. Could Just be. whenever they get whomped by the willow, and then... Yeah, uh, she might have even sent like, him a note. Oh, Scabbers, yeah. you're okay. And then they never talk about Scabbers. R- yeah, and she might have even just sent him a letter being like, yo. You might want to include him. Just He's, keep him in there. Yeah. He's going to be something in the next one. Well, I mean, apparently, like, she told Alan Rickman what Snape's whole purpose was like on the set of the first movie. Uh-huh. And you know, he was sworn to secrecy and all this shit. Like he, and only he knew all the stuff man. Snape would do. Alan Rickman's the man. He was R.I.P. So yeah. Um, and he, he, he's Snape. He's perfect Snape. And Snape is such a great character. Yeah. And you know, the thing about it is why I was wondering about the, the production of the book and movie and stuff is really the third book and definitely the third movie obviously uh-huh. is where the series starts taking a much yeah. more mature and, and dark tone i mean yeah. it's still it's still fun and magical and, and mm-hmm. whimsical and stuff and young adult appropriate everything yeah. uh but with this movie there there is zero progression of the tone yeah it's very similar well the thing is though that you do have to think about it from a kid's perspective. Now, we're yeah. reading from an adult perspective. It doesn't seem like much changed. Right. But in the second book, Ginny Weasley is possessed by Voldemort, and she's <laughs> writing in blood on the walls that all the mudbloods are going to die. Well, it's like, it's like she just got into Slayer or something. Yeah. We get introduced <laughs> to the idea of house elf slavery. 
Uh-huh, yeah. Like, there's some pretty okay, deep yeah. shit in the second book that Wasn't just... Wasn't really anything of that in the first one, was there? Yeah. yeah. But again, because they're children, she doesn't go too far with it. But she she lets the reader grow with the, the characters. Yeah, that's something that I thought was always really excellent about the series. And again, I, I've only read them as a... As, a, well, as an adult. Yeah, yeah, as an adult. I mean, yeah. I started reading when I was like 17. Uh-huh. Or 18, which now as a 34-year-old, I'm like, oh, I read them when I was an infant. Yeah, like when I was a small child who didn't know anything. <laughs> yeah, yet. I just learned how to walk, and then I started <laughs> reading these books. Uh, but yeah, I guess you're right. Probably if you're a little kid reading this stuff, and you're reading, like, her body will lie in the chamber for eternity or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, this just got so mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I guess so. Now, even aesthetically, though, the movie really didn't change. No, yeah, Chris whatsoever. Columbus. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. This movie began filming three days after it was the first movie was released so very Uh very soon this movie was released 364 days a day less than a year wow after the first movie came out yeah yeah so they did uh, apparently according to frank oz approach frank oz about directing but they didn't really yeah they didn't really do much searching for another director because they didn't have the time. I so They didn't much. have the time to have someone come on set and have to learn all the new stuff, etc. So they just stuck with Chris Columbus in his gold aesthetic. Yeah, and everything his... is gold. Yeah. I Listen, Chris Columbus, Home Alone, etc. Yeah, obviously. Uh, he wrote The Goonies. Uh, right, yeah. It, it, I mean, he, he obviously knows what he's doing. But and I they, thought he was he a good just, choice for the first movie, too. Yes. And he, he just didn't have the time to do... W- what any good director would want to do, which is figure out what needs to go in and what doesn't need to go in and reminds me of honeymoon. Yes, exactly. (laughs) No, that doesn't need to go in, Ben. None of that. No, but that one does. That That one. one Yes. And you're like setting it aside. Are you you sure? (laughs) Are you sure of this? I just got out of the fridge. (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean? Um, (laughs) so yeah, like they started filming the CGI stuff three days after the first movie came out. Like which, the effect shots. And the stuff. effect shots, which wow. cost the most money. Yeah, yeah, that's where all the budget So goes. then none of it's going to get cut. Wow. So then you have to show a long ass uh, segment in a flying car. A and you gigantic have to show, Quidditch match. You have to show them going to the Forbidden Forest for no reason to Not almost really. get killed by spiders. Like, But they did it because. It was already they filmed. filmed that first. Yeah, and you pay so much money for all the, the CGI, you're not going to cut it out. But it's like, did they not know how fucking long this movie was going to end up? Two hours and 41 minutes. The longest of any of the movies, unless you count the two parts of, of Seven. Which I don't. Yeah. The longest movie for one of the shortest books. Yeah. I don't understand how they thought that, like... Because this was definitely made for, I would imagine, the 10 to 12 audience. Yeah. That they're gonna sit here and watch a two-hour and forty-minute-long movie. I know, and, and number two is the one people complain the most about. But the thing, the complaints I remember when it came out, because I, I saw the movies before I read the books, and yeah. I, I just watched these movies when they came out. Like, I never thought, like, I should probably read the book. I'll be lost if I don't. Yeah, yeah. Until the third one. Um, <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> but like. The things people complained about the most were things like Dobby. People complained about Dobby as a character more than the length of the movie. That's truly bizarre to me. That is strange. Now, Dobby didn't get developed in the same way he did in the books. No. Huh? But even in the book, the second book, he's pretty annoying. Yeah. 
Uh, but I like so. he he progresses. We learn to love Dobby, and then uh, our heart gets ripped out. Yeah, and shit and, on and shit on in the seventh book. <laughs> <sighs> it was rough, man. Yeah. It was rough, man. R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, listen, there were there were there were a lot of times in that seventh book where I had to stop and just openly weep. Oh yeah, of course. But the the Dobby Dobby death was uh, spoilers for a ten year old book. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but Dobby's death was the hardest. Yeah, it was rough. It was he rough, was man. Just, Harry Potter is so my sweet. friend. Oh. oh man, bless your little heart. God damn it. Yeah, but so, he's just annoying in the in the movie. So kinda. I get that people complain about, it, but there's so many other things to complain about. So what's some stuff that you think could have been hacked down out of this okay. just to make it shorter? Because god oh. damn, is it ever long? Like I kind of feel like I don't know, man. It's it's interesting because Usually our complaint whenever a, a book is translated into a movie is uh, like, oh, they left out my favorite parts. Oh, they left yeah. this out. They changed this. Not in this movie. They just really give it all to yep, you. Give you the whole thing. Yeah. And, uh-huh. it's, it, it, and you find yourself going, wow, I wish they wouldn't have put the whole book <laughs> into this. I think the flying car scene, yeah. both of them should have been shorter. Okay, so you're talking about where they're flying, keeping up with Hogwarts Express. Yeah. And then and when they come to help him escape from the Dursley's house. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, both of them could have been cut shorter. Like, yeah. you could have kept all the major uh, points, the big beats, you know, Harry almost falling out, them getting whomped by the Whomping Willie. Keep all that in. But you could have shortened all that a oh, l- God, at least yeah. a little bit. Because, like, the Whomping Willow beats up on that car for, like, two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. What the, who was that for? It's true. That is an extremely long uh-huh. scene, yeah. Um, the, the, the spiders just entirely could have been cut out. It seems like there was just a neater way uh-huh. to do that. They it definitely cut- seems like there, there would have been a, a better way to do that. They could have cut out the suspicion on Hagrid entirely. I mean, they really could have cut out, and I'll put this out there. I just kind of thought about this. The entire thing where they're, they're going to Diagon Alley, uh-huh. and he ends up at Morgan and Burke's. Yeah, they, because... They could have cut that, because he doesn't overhear Lucius Malfoy exactly. talking about why he's getting rid of his stuff. Yeah, and then they don't explain it later that it was Dobby that made that happen. Yeah. They, it's just like, you know, they make him say diagonally, yeah, which yeah. in the book, he just sort of stutter, stutters over Diagon Alley. Yeah. But that's not why he ends up at Borgen and Burks. He ends it's up not? There. Yeah, he ends up there because Dobby makes it happen. How? Crazy elf, elf magic. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Huh. Like every bad, strange, crazy thing that happens to him is all yeah. Dobby, and he's trying to save Harry. But they never bring that up in the movie. Never and, bring it up, really. And yeah. again, they never get to the thing where it's like Lucius is pawning off his stuff because the ministry is doing yeah. these raids so it's like that don't get me wrong the borgen and burks thing is is cool yeah the set design and stuff is sick yeah we get to see the darker side of wizardry which yeah, you don't exactly. get to see much in the first yeah exactly yeah because yeah. going by the first movie you see diagon allen you're like oh it's a magical wizard shopping place everybody loves it there yeah but it's like oh there's there's seedy alleys that beer's getting good isn't it it really is yeah, i tell you nice. what this is like a s'more and I said before I don't like s'mores, but the thing about marshmallows I don't like is the texture. The yeah, way yeah. It sort of okay. sticks around in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. The flavor is good. This is like a, a this s'more, is like a delicious alcoholic bourbon s'more. It's kind of like a smorler maker. Let's call it that. <laughs> it should say Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. Oh, the smorler maker. It's like if you made a s'more, but you used those chocolates that have uh, bourbon in the middle of them. Mm. 
Oh my god, how good would that be? It'd be delicious. Let's make that Holy right now. Holy shit. Trademark Dane Dan Lovely. <laughs> Dane and Lovely. Dane and Lovely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like all of that stuff could have been cut out, even though it is, again, kind of cool. Yeah. World building, I suppose. You could cut out nearly headless Nick entirely, which they do in the later movies. Yeah. But yeah. you could cut out. Because that's not much of anything. He's really only there for the the dude to see through him exactly. and see the basilisk. And but there's another way around there's that. There's another I'm sure. way around that for sure. Yeah. Um, you have to have Mrs. Norris because you have to have uh, Filch mad at, at Harry, and you have to have Colin Creevy because it, it's got to be connected to Harry. The camera but nearly blah, blah, blah. headless Nick. Like just cut him completely. The Quidditch matches could yeah. have been eliminated oh, entirely. Oh, 100%. And I they're mean, long, too. They're so long. Yeah. I get that the rogue bludger thing is like, you know, trying to set... But, like, the thing is that they're... The yeah. book has to keep setting up that Harry's in danger. Yeah. The movie doesn't. Not really. The shorter the movie is, the more that danger translates to us quickly and we're like, we get it. Yeah. Like, each time they show it to us again and again, we have to keep like being reminded of a thing that we already get and you kind of lose interest in it. Yep. Well, the thing is, is like the point of the Quidditch match is for his arm to get broken. And to show that Lockhart's terrible at everything. And for Harry to end up in the hospital wing where he overhears it whenever they bring in the first kid that's been petrified. Yeah. And they're like, the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Mm -hmm. But again, it just... You know, maybe you could have skipped all that, and one night Harry's out wandering around late at night through the corridors mm-hmm. with the invisibility cloak on, and yeah. he walks by the hospital wing while this is happening. Problem but, solved. Yeah, you got all that with without having to show twenty minutes of a Quidditch match. Yeah, and it's like I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but the Quidditch matches and stuff in in the movies were always so lame to they me. They are in the books. It's fun. In the books, it's fun, yeah. and it's it's the most fun because you get like Lee Jordan's commentary, yeah. which is great, which is like pretty non-existent like, pop, in the movies. Pop. Yeah, pop pop. He mm-hmm. says, "Damn, it's magnitude." Magnitude. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. But like in the movies, it's just like a whole bunch of people flying around, like looking like they're holding on to their dicks. Yeah, and it's just not very fun to watch. It's not very fun. And in the books, like you can have three or four Quidditch matches, and it's like. Cool, I'm following the Quidditch. Because books are that way. You yeah. want to know everything about the world of yeah, the totally, book. Yeah, totally, totally. Perfect. Tell me every single week of Hogwarts, I want to hear it. Yeah. But in the movie, I don't want to sit here for five hours to just yeah. see them play well, Slytherin again. That, that's the difference, too, is like when you're reading the book, and it's like, like you said, week by week. Yeah. I'm reading some, I'm putting it down. I'm yeah. reading some, tomorrow I'll pick it back up. Mm-hmm. This movie, you're forced to sit here for two hours and fucking 40 minutes. <laughs> yep. And find out every last damn thing that happened that semester. And, like, seriously, this is this is how I felt. And it was so perfectly put by uh, screenwriter Steve Cloves. Yeah. Who is a screenwriter for all but part five. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Ron, this is after they get out of the Forbidden Forest, escape the, the spiders. Yeah. Ron says... What was the point of sending us in there? <laughs> what have we found out? <laughs> he actually says it in the yeah. movie. And it's like, like, yeah, really? I, I think they just had the camera on when Rupert Grant was like, okay, but why? Why? Yeah, why? Why did we just do that? And then they left it in the movie. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, it was just it's just too much of everything. And it's like, I could even say some of the, some of the classroom scenes and stuff like this. Yeah. Like, do we really need to see like uh, transfiguration class and stuff? Yeah, and I don't, I don't get 
Oh, so why do you need to turn an animal into a cup? <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. Ron was turning that rat into a piece of Dadaist art. Oh, it worked. It was a fur-covered teacup. This tea is cup. not a rat. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, and it was also a fur-covered teacup. Uh-huh. You know, so he was making really, really impressive Dada. <laughs> all right. It was absurd. I, th- I like that was to, art class. I like to imagine Ron, all throughout the second movie, it's just, uh, he's doing an art piece. <laughs> He breaks his wand on purpose to see what'll happen. I like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like outsider art for wizards. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, it's like, I know what you mean though. They're like, hey, let's turn uh, animals into water goblins uh-huh. and stuff. And you're like, when when am I going to use this? I, and here's Ever. what like, I Like, teach me sex ahead, guys. Exactly. Like, this teach is Teach me how to use a computer. <laughs> how to we use my dick. all work for the ministry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the jobs are very limited here. <laughs> you know, that's a weird complaint that I got from a lot of people is like, Whenever they go to the borough, and I want to talk about that borough scene in a uh-huh. second too, but everybody's like, "What the hell?" Like Harry didn't know about Ron's dad's job that he works for the ministry. When you were a kid, did yeah. you ever know what your friend's dad's fucking did? Hey, what does your dad do at work? I didn't even know what my dad did at work. No, I was like, he works for TVA. I don't know what he does. I think he washed laundry in the prison. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. I don't know. I'm like, I've got positive. no idea, really. It's like, I know where he works, but... The prison, yeah. The prison. Atlanta. Like, yeah. Correctional facility <laughs> down there. But, you know, it's like, that was a complaint for a lot of people, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't really understand that. Yeah. I, I could say that maybe the Burrow stuff could have been cut a little bit shorter, but honestly, it's like, that's probably my favorite part yeah, of the movie. I like the Burrow, and it's always weird when they apologize for their house, and it's like, what, you have an awesome wizard house. You know, my favorite part, though, is like, whenever they... They, they show up with Harry. It's the twins uh-huh. and Ron, and they show up to the to the borough. And like Harry's like looking around, like, "Oh my god, I've never seen a wizard house." But then also Fred, George, and Ron are kind of like looking around at their own house, like yeah, they've like, never what been the fuck there. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> that always kind of struck me as funny. I'm like, they they live here. Like, what are they looking at? I don't understand it. Man. Just amazed by that thing that shows where everybody in the family is yeah but that's one of those things that this movie really did get right is the way the borough looks it's mm-hmm. like it, it looks like it started off as a little house and they kept having kids so they mm-hmm. had to build on to it and build on to it we were in the sixth movie when they burned down the borough for no reason and then acted like it didn't happen in the seventh one because yeah. they're like maybe that was a bad idea because it, it was, was a bad it was. idea because it was it Why was a bad idea did that happen i I don't know. I don't fucking understand. That movie was not that great. But I love that because that's also the first time that we get to see what a wizard home is like. You walk in and there's pots and pans scrubbing themselves. It's real fun. I saw some soap on a cast iron skillet, which not how you clean the human world. You don't. I mean, maybe maybe if that's maybe it's wizard soap. Yeah, it like seasons it It as it washes it. Seasoning. (laughs) I don't. But I I highly fucking doubt that shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. You go to somebody's house and you see them washing their oh cast my iron God, skillet, dude. or they've got a, they've got a scrubber on it. What are you doing? Hard pass. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. So I really like that scene. Um, and of course, like I love whenever uh, Mr. Weasley comes in arthur weasley yeah arthur weasley so awesome dude the dude that plays him is fucking yes. awesome too yeah, he plays he plays rory's dad on doctor who oh shit yeah yeah in, in the uh dinosaurs in space episode which yeah. is awesome off, an amazing idea yeah but he it has him at the end just sitting out on the edge of the tardis eating his sandwich and yeah. it's seriously one of the cutest things ever <laughs> that man is just he's just a cute person totally yeah i love when harry sits down and he's like hello who are you and he's like i'm harry potts and he goes 
Good oh, lord, <laughs> are you? Like his expression is so good. And what the casting, exactly is the function of, of a, a rubber, rubber duck? duck. <laughs> I love his interest in just like muggle kind. Yeah. I love it so much, man. It's great. And the casting of Molly too is oh is she's fucking so great. good. She's perfect yeah. too. I yeah because um, you 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 come to love the Weasleys almost immediately mm-hmm. as you meet each one of them, but then also. They're badasses. Like in that oh, yeah. final battle at Hogwarts. Oh, like, man, dude. Molly Weasley's Get away a from fucking her, badass. She's exactly. fucking awesome, man. Yeah. She's great, dude. And, you know, that's the thing is like thinking about this movie before I watched it this time. Because, you know, it's like I've seen this movie a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, as always, whenever we watch these for the for the podcast, yeah. I'm always like watching it more in depth. Yeah, and stuff. you're seeing it differently. Yeah. Going into it, I was like, man this movie does like no world expansion beyond the first one uh-huh it it really does build a lot on the world though it does like it really really does yeah um, it introduces you more to the ministry you meet cornelius fudge right you you uh find out azkaban. That they, you know exactly you hear about azkaban uh you find out that there are jobs at the ministry involving muggles and things like yeah all this stuff being thrown in and not explained you learn there's racism and slavery. A whole lot of it. <laughs> and that wizards are apparently just shitty people in general. Pretty shitty people. That are cool with being shitty. It seems that way. They're yeah. pretty okay with it. And then just all the expansion of like, you find out more of the origin of Hogwarts, which we'll, we'll talk about that because yeah. that's, that's a little strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we said, the Borgen and Burks, like the shady side. Yeah, you find out that not everybody is a goody two-shoes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm assuming everybody in Nocturne Alley wasn't in Slytherin, right? Like, we can't all just, like... If Slytherin is just all bad the people... The Slytherin problem. Then okay. anytime someone gets sorted into Slytherin, you just go, okay, you go home now. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, we don't train you because you are the only bad people we have. Here's the thing that I don't get, and it really it struck me very much in this one because, you know, we, we have this scene where the kids are in McGonagall's class, and they're like, hey, tell us about the Chamber of Secrets. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, okay, whenever this school started, there was four people that were, like, real tight. Uh-huh. Everything they was real sick. They all had alliterative names. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of them turned out being really racist and mm-hmm. thought the only pure blood <laughs> kids should go to the school. Yeah, and everybody was like, yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, he built a secret wing in the school and stuff, supposedly, and then he left. But we continue to honor his racist, horrible mm-hmm. name by having him be one of hey, the schools at the hey, house. Hey, it's our history. You can't just go tearing down our monuments. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. It's like, is that what this is? That's our history. <laughs> Assholes, dude. Fly your fucking rebel flag, Mm -hmm. your fucking participation trophy Mm -hmm. that war you lost. (laughs) You fucking idiot. Goddamn, dude. But you know, it's like, why do do they keep Slytherin as one of the house schools when he clearly turned out to be such a horrible person? Um, no clue. Why? It's like, how about just, okay, let's nick that guy out and just Uh have three, uh, uh, not classes, three, um... Shit, what well, houses? Houses, yeah. Three houses. Or let's get a fourth person back that's cool. Yeah, let's find somebody else with an alliterative name. Maybe uh, Sammy So Nice. <laughs> that sounds like a name. Yeah, Sammy So Nice. Yeah. He, he's like a, he's like the Hufflepuffs that are just so nice. <laughs> like the Mormon Hufflepuffs. The Mormon Hufflepuffs that are like... That, that <laughs> Too are like, nice. Their families are even kind of like... 
I don't know if we should use magic because Jesus, you know. It's not in the Bible, it's so. <laughs> Sammy Sonice takes those kids. <laughs> and they just sing songs, strumming yeah. on a guitar. That's Aww. what they do. Uh-huh. And the Hufflepuffs even beat them up. Yeah, the Hufflepuffs <laughs> are like fucking losers, right? Bunch of nerds. And the Sammy Sonice kids are just like, oh, you guys. Now, what I think would have been really cool and could have had a cool opportunity is like, if that was the story, that the school mm-hmm. was originally had these four founders. And there was this, again, the fourth one, Salazar Slytherin, uh-huh. decided that he was super racist. They kicked him mm-hmm. out. But then they kind of, like, buried his name from the history of the school. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when Harry arrives, there's these four houses, and they're all from good people. And they're yeah. like, well, there's a secret that the school has. It was actually formed by this one dude who was kind of a racist. And that all comes out in the Chamber of Secrets. Well, and then the thing is, too, is, like, I'd like to know more about the history of Salazar after he was kicked out of the school. Yeah, what'd he go do? Yeah, like, it would be so sick if he formed his own school uh-huh. that just produced all this evil shit. Like, there was potential for cool stuff to happen right 100%. there. 100%. But instead, Hogwarts was just like, well, he's a horrible racist person, but he did help found the school, so let's keep it and put all the really shitty kids just, in it they, that they, are like him. They just... They're not not racist, is the thing. Yeah, yeah like... Hermione even says that mudblood is is a word that's not used in polite conversation. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just, I mean that's pretty far by British standards. <laughs> yeah, like, true. That's, yeah, that's she really was putting it down. But <laughs> I like mean, they say cunt all the time. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but by American standards, that's that's pretty light on racism to say it's just not a polite word to yeah. use it. Well, that's the thing too. Is like in, in the in this movie and in the book too, we get more that there is a real um, separation mm-hmm. of, you know, people that come from pure bloodlines and yeah. people that don't and how, I mean, there's a little bit of that in the first one where like Malfoy's talking to yeah. Harry in the rope shop and he's like, oh, you know, some wizards are better than others, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's a little bit of it, but then, but even by introducing that mud blood slur and, and really one of my favorite things about the second book that didn't make it into the movie is how Filch is a squib. Yeah. You know, and he's like constantly trying to like do these quick spell courses mm-hmm. so he can like learn magic and stuff. Yeah. That's a cool thing that they, I want to say that they filmed a deleted scene where he had a quick I spell thing. I feel like I remember seeing yeah. a scene where he was like reading that book. And- yeah. I like the way that that fleshes that character out, that it's like he's such a dickhead, but also it's because yeah. he really wishes he could do magic. Yeah, and he was probably treated like shit because yeah. he can't, I but think he that's comes a, from a magical family. Yeah, like that's yeah. a cool element to that character. And that's also, again, more world-building stuff where it's yeah. like not only sometimes can muggle parents have a wizard kid like Hermione, but mm-hmm. sometimes wizard parents just have a dud that's a mm-hmm. squib, and they just give birth to a muggle. Yeah. Uh, that's cool stuff that I, I kind of do wish that they would have left yeah. in. Also slavery. Also slavery. Yeah. 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 I, and the books never... Pretty casual. The Pretty books casual never give me the closure I, I think I, I want mm-hmm. when it comes to the house elves being freed. Because they really treat... Uh, J.K. Rowling really treats Hermione like, you know, she's good-hearted. Social and justice warrior. Yeah, but it, it never reinforces that she's right. Not really. It's always like, yeah, but they like doing this. They this is kind what of. they're made for. And it's yeah. like 
Those are all the same arguments that they used. <laughs> I know. In slavery. really bad ways. Yeah. The worst ways. And the books never go like, yeah, but that's fucking wrong. <laughs> like, it's always just like, yeah, but they, you can't even get them to not serve you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh-huh. look at them. They just love it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and that's the thing, too, is like, even in the books, like, there's that whole thing. Is it in the fifth one that Hermione does to yeah. you? Like, the house, uh-huh. or the house self-liberation yeah, it's front the fourth or fifth stuff. Uh-huh. And that never really comes back or really no, amounts to it, it was just like a weird face she went through in school we get we get dobby winky they're they're like the two the creature the really racist one creature the super racist <laughs> but like we never really get to know any of the other house elves they do mm-hmm. seem to just buy into yeah we're supposed to be slaves yeah it's never really set right exactly and that, that also lets you know too that like uh dumbledore who has some extremely questionable uh judgments of character he does yeah <laughs> i guess he's okay with it too because i mean he runs the fucking school i mean he did he did used to date a nazi he did that yeah he did fool around no i nazi. get it grindelwald i mean johnny depp <laughs> he'll, he'll throw you around the bedroom he's a woman beating nazi he is a woman beating wizard Nazi? A woman beating wizard Nazi. <laughs> Jesus. That sounds like a crust punk band it song. It does. It really does. A Harry Potter themed crust punk band. Do you want to start that? Yes. Tight. <laughs> so, yeah, wizard Nazis. But, yeah, I, I just... I feel like at some point... She, okay, J.K. Rowling needs to license out the rights to write books in the Harry Potter universe and let so? other people flesh these things out. Let Ryan Johnson take the reins. Got it. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. I'm thinking more of, of books. Okay. I want more books in yeah. the series. Uh, but they you, don't don't, want, you don't want her to write them. I don't care if she does or she doesn't. Like, I just don't think she'll ever have the time and uh, desire to flesh out the universe the way that we all would like for it to be done. I'd love it if she did. I'd love it if she did too. I think she's a great writer. She I'll read all of it. She especially knows backwards and forwards the universe she created. Yeah. But um, you know, like I would love to see somebody write a book from the perspective of house elves, you know, and and yeah. and deal with the issues of whether or not they do actually want freedom and how did they get into that position? I'm assuming large amounts of wizard armies going mm-hmm. out and rounding them up. Yeah, that would be that would be a cool story. I would totally read. Yeah. I'd totally read that. Yeah. And again, I would totally read what happened to Salazar after he exactly. left this school. It'd even yeah. be cool if like he went off on his own adventures and found mm-hmm. out he was wrong. I mean she could just she could just be I mean, other than writing more books herself, she could be the, the main editor. They bring yeah. the stories to her, she says yes, 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 no, change this. That's not in my vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, give some other voices a chance. I'd be all right with that. I'd be great with it. Yeah. I'd love to see that. But again, if she could do it, if she would sit down and write, I don't know, 20 more... They don't have to be Harry Potter. Like, mm-hmm. they could be completely different time periods. Yeah. No, I'd, again, I would be very okay with yeah. that. Yeah, like the time of when McGonagall was going yeah, to school. Yeah, oh, I would love a book about Hell McGonagall. Hell yeah. Because I mean, McGonagall's a badass. It's the same thing they're doing with the, the Star Wars. Well, we're doing with the Star Wars Expanded yeah. Universe stuff. Where it's just like, well, let's go out and flesh all these individual characters out. Yeah. They're cool enough to carry their own flicks. See, that's that's exactly... Yeah. Uh, the star, the old Star Wars Expanded Universe is exactly what I'm thinking of. Where yeah, yeah everybody's always telling me they're sick. Yeah, where they allowed so many like good science fiction writers to come in and have shots at, at writing. Yeah. So you bring in some good fantasy writers. Maybe get it. Maybe I bet Neil Gaiman would write a Harry Potter world oh, book. Oh, 
my god, I would, and be it would okay be with amazing. that. Yeah, I would be extremely, extremely. And there's okay so that. many other fantasy authors out there that that could come in and bring something to it. And again, yeah. give her the final say on what's right and what's wrong. But it would be interesting. I'm sure. around with that. Mm-hmm. Now, Steve, I want to talk a little bit about some of the main characters Good. in this flick and their roles and their mm-hmm. their changes and stuff that they go yeah. through throughout this uh, throughout this story. Now, Harry. His voice changed a lot. It did, and Ron's <laughs> is in the process of changing. Yeah, exactly. This is Harry. definitely <laughs> He sounds like he's from the island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, there's definitely some squeaks and squawks. Uh-huh. Did your voice do that when you were going through puberty? Yeah. Yeah. Mine didn't really. He'd only did it every once in a while. It wasn't like a regular occurrence like it was for Rupert Grint here, but yeah. Uh, it's yeah, endearing. every once in a while, it's when he does I would it. go from like little boy voice to squeak, then hey, what's hey. going on? This is my voice now. Yeah, this is how deep my voice was when I was fourteen. <laughs> and you, you know how weird? Do you remember how weird that is when suddenly your voice is deeper? And oh yeah, you sound like an adult kind of on the phone, and totally. people talk to you like you're an adult, and you're like, I'm fourteen. It's like, ma'am, I'm only fourteen. I'm not the. Uh, <laughs> I, um, not the bill pair of the household. Just send the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I had a pretty easy time. I didn't get the squeaky voice much, really, at all. Never really had any acne problems or anything. Oh man, I had fucking acne Did you really? galore. I had a lot of buddies that had. I was a lot Edward of James with it. almost ended up. Did you ever take the uh, what was that shit that was Accutane, popular? Yes. Yeah, did it, like fuck you up? Yes. Did it really? I mean, what does uh, shit do to you anyway? I just remember hearing the side it's effects. It's bad for your liver. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. My cholesterol was real high while I was on it. No doubt, kind of fucks with your liver and fucks with your ability to process cholesterol and sugars and things. Yeah, yeah. And Holy damn! Apparently, you're not supposed to drink when you're on it, but they never told me that because I was under 21. <laughs> Because they just assume I'm not drinking. It's like, well, you, you're, you're probably not. You're I talking to the wrong dude if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> Young Steve liked to party. Yeah. He should have told him about that. They should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took Accutane. Man, my uh, junior and senior year was yeah. the worst. It was Aww. like so fucking. And then I found out that my problem was I have very sensitive skin. And oh, yeah. if I don't wash my face, I don't break out okay. quite as much. So here's the thing. Totally the same way. Like, yeah. one of the best things that ever happened to me mm-hmm. is about, like, two years ago, I was hanging out with old, old Lindsay, uh-huh. and she was talking about how she also has, you know, just a certain skin type, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I don't use soap on my face, nope. ever. And I'm like, you can do that? Yep, you can. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't used soap on my face in years. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, because if you go back and watch some of, like, my, my YouTube videos from, like, five years ago, uh-huh. and there's even a lot of people that comment on it and stuff... Dude, my cheeks used to stay so rosy. They might be yeah. a little rosy right now because I'm warm. I remember that, actually. Yeah. I remember you having rosier yeah, cheeks. Yeah, when we met in yeah. college and mm-hmm. stuff, they were, it looked like somebody just pinched me. Yeah. And um, it's like, you know, again, like even in, in like personal conversations and YouTube comments and stuff, people mm-hmm. like, maybe you have rosacea and stuff like this. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, maybe I do. Mm-hmm. I just quit washing my face with soap. And boom. Yeah, and it's, it's totally fine yeah. now. It's really, really wonderful. And it kills me to think that, like, wow, all that time I was worrying about my face when I just needed to quit using soap. I just use a washcloth and just kind of exfoliate. That's yeah. it. I use my fingernails. Just oh, run yeah, yeah. across my nose and my forehead and stuff. It kind of gives you that exfoliation. You get the, the skin cells off. But, like, yeah, yeah no soap. Cause, yeah, you I should try somebody out. else's nails sometime. Just, like, cut them off or? I mean. Pull them out. Yeah. Okay. John McCain. Yeah, or just bar him, just reach over and grab him and just 
like this, you know? I don't know how many people you have in your bathroom when you're taking a shower, but I'm normally Couple to a tree. one or, or fewer. <laughs> one or less. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Harry. So we're talking about Harry. Harry uh, grows in the sense that he learns a whole lot more about the wizarding world. About the world, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he learns that his ability to speak to snakes is weird. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, since the first movie, he's also learned that his, his place is truly in the wizard world. He's found yeah. where he belongs. Yeah, Hogwarts is his not. home, and, yeah. and the Dursleys, of course, are terrible. I have a theory about the Dursleys. It's not my theory, but we'll get to it in a little I bit. I want to get to that. Yeah, but yeah he learns about his, his ability to to speak to snakes. Yeah. Which is somewhat unusual, and I wonder if he if he ever did it in his muggle life. Well, he did it in the first one. Remember, he talked to that oh, snake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's the only instance, I think. Yeah. But he just thought he was talking to them in English. Right. He didn't so he also discovers that it's a whole different language. Right. Um. Beyond that, he doesn't change much. Doesn't really, like, learn much about his skills as a no. wizard. He never really becomes he a great wizard. Never really does. Which is cool. I'm glad. We do. I mean, somebody did point this out. I saw this on Reddit that uh, Harry Potter comes into school already popular. Yeah. And rich. And rich. Yeah. And white. And, and male. white and male. He uh, is a great athlete while he's in school. Yeah. Not a good student. No. Then he serves in an army and then becomes a cop. <laughs> I would not have wanted to hang out with Harry Potter. You'd think that, right? Like he, yeah. like all of that is he—he's the most popular dude who just what the hell? gets like his life is gets caught by. up in how popular he was in school, and then he just becomes, you know, a, a cop and a soldier. Like no, no offense are, to our to our cops and soldiers listening. No, no offense to Flying Brian, my cop soldier friend. No, we were actually just talking before. I love we, to hang out with. Oh hell yeah, mm-hmm. Brian rules. It was like we were just talking before we started recording about like I'm so glad there's people that do that want yeah. to do these things. Thank yeah. you all very much. Yeah, because it's not it's not it's not a high paying job. Yeah. It's not glitzy and glamorous. I mean, people assume because you're a cop that everybody respects you, but it's kind of the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely so. People kind of Probably make a lot of assumptions about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like he's he's not the type of guy that you would expect nerdy book readers to identify with. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of the opposite of all of that, really. Yeah. That's funny. I hadn't thought about it that way. Which is why, move to our second main character. I believe Hermione is the main character of all these books. She's kind of always there pulling the strings, isn't she? Here's the thing. If your main villain... Your main villain is obviously Voldemort. But uh-huh. Voldemort doesn't really appear fully until mm. the fourth uh, book. Yeah. So your main villain is really Malfoy. Yeah. If Malfoy is the foil to the main character, he and Harry are too similar for him to be the foil. But he and Hermione are completely different. Talking about... Okay, yeah. Because uh, Harry is a pure blood. Yeah. Uh, Harry does come from a rich family. He comes from an old wizarding family. Ron is also pure blood. Yeah. They're they're on the same level as Malfoy. Yeah. Malfoy, everything Malfoy hates is Hermione. Yeah. And everything Hermione hates about the wizarding world is Malfoy. So she's the hero. He's the villain in the first few books. It's not until they get fully into... Um, Harry and, and the chosen Voldemort. one, and blah, yeah. blah blah. It's not till they get full into that that it's really Harry's books. 
That's Before that, it's all Hermione. Yeah, yeah, because she's always the one doing the research and solving yeah. everything and fucking she figures everything out. And and Harry and Ron are her crab and Goyle. They're dumb. They make bad decisions wow. most of the time, and she has to bail them out. And she's the brains of the operation. She's the brains of the operation. Which is, which you know what? I guess this this movie really puts that on Front Street when mm-hmm. Ron and Harriet literally become Crab and Goyle. Yes, and it's not too much of a stretch. It's really not. And the okay, that's funny. I had so not thought about it that when one. Crab and Goyle grab those floating muffins out of the air yeah, and yeah. eat them, and and Ron says, "How thick can you be?" And yeah. It's like you came up with the plan. <laughs> You thought, oh, this will definitely work. How thick can you be? I would do it. Yeah. Yeah, I need a cup and cake out of thin air. Sure. They're both just as dumb as Crab and Goyle. That's pretty funny. And if it weren't for Hermione, would never get anything accomplished. Wow. Yeah, same as as Malfoy and Crab and Goyle. So, I mean, that that is why after... Because the third book, I mean, that's where I think the, the Hermione and Malfoy... Rivalry really comes to a head, yeah. Where she finally, you know, punches him. You know, the problem with this though is, is that okay? I'll put it to you this way: the the most interesting and powerful female in this movie spends most of it incapacitated. Yeah, but that's enough about the Last Jedi. Let's get right back <laughs> to Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a fair. That's a fair. Because yeah. really, she, Hermione does spend most of the movie. Petrified, yeah, she does, uh, and it's like she'd already put the pieces together, and they yeah, just she'd already kinda... figured it out. So yeah. she had to be, because you're trying to pretend it's Harry Potter's book, right? If this were Hermione's book, she would be like, "Hey guys, I figured it out. Let's go get this fucking basilisk." <laughs> <laughs> but instead, since it's Harry Potter's book, you gotta like, because it doesn't even really make sense that she was petrified, because she now knows that it's out there. Yeah, she knows to be looking for it. But now it's looking for her for some reason. How does it know that she knows? Here's the thing about the fucking basilisk. And this is one of those things um, that you could take several issues with. Uh So the the, the choosing of the victims of this basilisk seems to be pretty random. Yes. Why does it kill the cat? Because it's not a mudblood cat, is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how far this fucking racism goes. We never do goes. find out. Because I always did assume Miss Norris might be like someone who. That's what I always wondered too. It's like it never went there. I was because, like, it's somebody that maybe was trying to be an An Animagus, yeah. and then got stuck there. In the books, they describe how she's like she seems to know more. Like she seems yeah. to know more and to be able to tell. Yeah, totally. Filch, what's going on? Yeah, like that was like maybe that was like Filch's girlfriend. And she decided to become an animagus because he was like a furry. Reverse it, yeah, because he's a furry. (laughs) (laughs) And then she she got stuck that way, and now Filch like fucks that cat and stuff. (laughs) Maybe that's the deal. Filch fucks that cat. That's a dude. There's a dirty fan fiction somewhere out there that is. Oh, one hundred percent. Argus Filch and and Miss Norris just going to town. Hey, tell tell our listeners about your search results on Google. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know how this is even possible, but when I go to Google and put in the letter H and then the letter A, these are the the search uh, suggestions it gives me. <laughs> Happy 4th of July. Okay, wonderful, relevant. Harry Potter BuzzFeed quiz. Okay, it's good. Recent. Harry Potter let me rape you. <laughs> What? 
<laughs> what? I don't see how that's relevant. What whatsoever. have I ever searched for that Google thinks like, oh, that must be what he's. <laughs> he's probably looking for that. Like, I mean, they get. I'm looking for Harry Potter. Okay, cool. Obviously, H A. Yeah. Let me rape you. What is this? <laughs> I clicked on it, but then immediately like was like, no, fuck, don't look at any yeah, of these no. results. But it was it was slash fiction. Okay, yeah. I I don't understand though. Like, <laughs> Have you ever dove down the rabbit hole of dirty Harry Potter fan fiction? Um, okay. So I did read uh, some of the... What is that? Uh, Raven Ebony Darkness fan fiction. <laughs> I don't know, but I like oh it. Oh my God. You got to look that up. They have a good Charlotte concert at Hogwarts. <laughs> no way. Uh, and the, main character, the main character's name is Ebony, but like the writer, she obviously was like a 14 year old or something every once in a while the name is Inaby and not ebony (laughs) it's like ebony raven darkness something and then like oh my god but like harry is gay and and malfoy is like bisexual or something all right they dress goth obviously but like hot topic goth she goes into deep detail about stuff they wear and things awesome this sounds amazing. My Immortal is what it's called. My it's, Immortal. It's named after that song, of course. Holy by shit. Whoever that was. Sounds like a My Chemical Romance song or something. Evanescence. Evanescence. Mm-hmm. Okay. They could have performed at Hogwarts, I think. Probably. I think they totally could have. <laughs> anyway. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um I need a beer for this. Yeah, let's uh, what is this here? This here is a this here is a new castle. A it's, new castle brown ale. It's an improvement from the well, old that castle. Comes from England. It's like Holland, actually. Is it? Yeah, like look, I'll, I'll show I'll show you on the label because it's like England number one brown ale, isn't it? Imported from Ireland, isn't it? <laughs> well, apologies to our British listeners. <laughs> I, I for apologize so for, accurately. I apologize for your nothing. Accent. It's Fourth of July, mm-hmm. dude. We're celebrating our independence from those. Oh yeah, that's right. Fucking lobsters, redcoats. <laughs> let me tell, let me fact you check assholes who paid for the Seven Years' War and then wanted to get some of that money back yeah, through look, taxes. Newcastle brewed in Holland. What the fuck, Newcastle? I know. I, I like for the longest time I was like, oh, it's a proper British beer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Hey, really, that really that'll not. be super expensive soon. I'm sure. Yeah, you're probably right. This is probably oh, going to get tariffed. So this is actually the first beer that I enjoyed as a Newcastle. Okay. Well, uh, it's a good one. I mean, I I remember when all we had around was, say, Newcastle and, and Heineken uh, and Guinness. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of before things started getting yeah. a little bit more popular. Yeah, it's still good. It's, it's, it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's not great. It doesn't have a ton of flavor, but no. the flavor that's there, pretty good. There's kind of like zero reason to pay 10 bucks for a six-pack of it. No, there, there's no yeah. reason to this pay is, $10 for a six-pack. I think my brother brought this to my, my little birthday shindig mm-hmm. the other day. It's fine. The problem with Newcastle is, is like, because they insist on putting it in these clear bottles, it gets light polluted really bad. Yeah. Like even this I can taste is a yeah, little bit Yeah, you can taste it's a little skunked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like why for the longest time I thought I hated Heineken. Yeah. I thought Heineken, Heineken was is, awful. Yeah. Heineken is more than likely going to be skunky. Yeah. But if you get it and it's not skunky, it's got a good creamy well, If you sort bite of, in a can, it's fine. Yeah. Good creamy sort yeah. of flavor to it. Uh-huh. Mm. And it's also like totally non-GMO and stuff too. All right. All right. Hey. Yeah. Get genetically modified shit out of here. Get out of me. Oh, get out of me, corn. <laughs> get out of me, apples. Yeah. Bananas, All of those things everything. are genetically modified. All of them. Every single Every one single of those one. things. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to eat corn. 
If no. we're genetically modified. No, uh-uh. Yeah. Or <laughs> apples. They'd just be sour oh, bitterness. Like, yeah, tiny little awful things. Same with bananas. Have you ever seen, like, primitive bananas? Yeah. They look real fucked up. They do. They look like a bum's toenails or something. They look really <laughs> weird. So Hermione doesn't really have much to do in this flick as she no, is just... No, except to just be awesome and to get called a mudblood and then to be... Uh, the sweetest scene when, when Hagrid's like, there isn't a spell that our Hermione can't do. Yeah. yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah, it's true. She's just kind of a target for racism and then the one that puts all the pieces together and yeah. gets zero of the credit. Yep. Tight. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Wait, and I also have a question. What do they do in the, the Hogwarts clinic that they just laid her in bed with the clothes she's she's wearing and didn't even like check her hands or anything because later they find yeah, that she's holding a, a, in there. Page, a piece of paper like they just lay her on the bed and they're like all right I'm gonna fuck off and do something else now <laughs> like she'll figure it out yeah I guess you know, or not who cares I found myself thinking about is like with this many. You know, like just just getting into puberty, like male students uh-huh. running around, like the age of 13, 14. Yeah, that's not a good time to. Dude, mm-hmm. the odds of like a basilisk like petrifying one of these kids that just happens to have a huge boner yeah. for no reason. Yeah, like if that, that what the kid who looked like Jay Leno and David Letterman had a baby. Yeah, totally, totally. Like yep. if he had had a just raging four incher. And then he's just like stuck that way. And they like mm-hmm. put a sheet over him and it's like not helping. <laughs> just sticking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just lay him on his side. Yeah, <laughs> the odds are very, very, very high. Yeah. So Hermione, not a whole lot going no. on in this flick. What, what about, about old Ronald Weasley? Oh, Ronald Weasley. Ronald Weasley. Um, Ron. He's a good pal. He's a good pal. He's always a good pal. That's his thing. Jailbreaks HP. Mm-hmm. He, um, he really starts to change in the upcoming books. But yeah, yeah. Like in the first two, he really does just play the buffoonish pal. Yeah, sure. He doesn't have a just whole Samwise lot going Gamgee. on himself. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a whole lot going on himself. Um, so yeah, in this, like he, he goes from being Harry's friend to being Harry's friend. Like nothing really yeah, changes. Not There's really no much. real, not a lot of conflict. Yeah. yeah. Not really like any romance, love interest or yeah. anything like that. We, with Ron, what we get, is we get to know his family better. I was going to say, he yeah. serves to introduce you to the greater mm-hmm. we- Weasley world. Yeah. And which I'm okay with. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we got, we got you know, we already talked about the, the parents. We already met the, the twins in the first one. Uh, and they don't really have a whole lot to do in this second one either. Here's something crazy that Kate pointed out to me that I never thought about when it comes to the, to the twins. What's that? So the twins throughout the books and even the movies, um, everybody's constantly like confusing him and stuff right yeah. which was George even like their mother yeah Harry never confuses the twins that's true I hadn't thought about this huh but he he always knows which one's Fred and which one's George wow yeah they have a special bond I think so yeah. it's kind of cool I'm not really sure why or how yeah I don't know but he doesn't and also they never fuck with Harry like they never play they don't that's tricks true tricks or pranks that's they give true. him the Marauder's Map like yeah they're tight with him. I think. I think uh, this is. I mean, this is the thing about Harry is that he, like, his troubles are internal. Because mm-hmm. externally, yeah, there are some people who dislike him, but most everybody is excited as fuck to meet Harry Potter. Yeah, and so like interested to know how he's doing, and they want to help him no matter what. Like. 
he gets so whiny yeah. so many times that it's just like, I mean, I understand the Dursleys were shitty too. Yeah, and your parents are dead. And your parents are dead. But like, everybody's on your side, dude. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> on your side. They're all pretty Even tight the with dudes you. that fuck with everybody are still just like, nah, you're cool here. Yeah, Here's some Rodgers map. You're cool. <laughs> what about old Dumble Dick? <laughs> um, so uh, you you like this guy Richard Harris, right? You you a fan of him as Dumbledore, or do you? I'm prefer- fine with him. I think for, I think he was probably the right Dumbledore for these movies. Yeah, he's he's got that sweetness. Kind old wizard grandpa. Yeah, but he's so somewhat old. aloof. He seems like he's gonna die any second. And That's my main problem. <laughs> and then he did. He did. And then he did. Um, R.I.P. But I think that he, <laughs> I think in this one he shows more strength than he does in the first one. The first one he's a little more wacky character. Than, yeah, which is cool. I mean, yeah. I like that because Dumbledore is a wacky kind of dude. He is, and that's good. That's fun. We yeah. need you need uh, some of that wackiness in even your most serious character. Sure. Except for Voldemort. If you yeah. had wackiness to that, it would just undercut him completely. <laughs> like, what if what if in the fourth one, whenever he came back, he was, like, trying to stand up and he, like, fell oh, over? Oh, like, whoops. <laughs> Somebody called him clumsy. Yeah. He killed him. I, I, stepped, Kedavra, I stepped know. on a crab. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me there's no crab. There were two of them. They were compared. <laughs> um, Dumbledore seems to have some extremely, extremely questionable judgments of character, as really I mentioned. He really does. I, I wonder... I, I just have to wonder what the audition process to be the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is. What's the interview what, like? Is it what? just like, do you want to do it? Okay, you're hired. Yeah, Don't prove like, to he, us anything. Even he rolls his eyes at at uh, Flintheart. What is Lockhart? Lockhart. Yeah, Gilroy. <laughs> even he rolls his eyes at the idea of Lockhart like doing anything magical. Like yeah. he knows that he's full of shit. Yeah. But like I guess it's it really is just that the position is is cursed and nobody else will take it. Damn. But like, you know, you get Remus to take it. Well, like I I never fully got why he didn't just make Snape the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Was is yeah, the position really truly cursed? Right. Like if he had made Snape that, would that mean that Snape wouldn't be able to defend Harry cuz he also would be cursed by it right yeah that's the thing is like you know the, the kids at school think that oh you can't put snape in that position because he used to be a death eater and that's yeah. too too close to home and stuff like that but it's like dumbledore knows yeah dumbledore knows he's not gonna do anything like that so like yeah that's not of course he might be worried about the parents thinking like oh you put a former death eater there yeah but you got a former death eater teaching potions yeah exactly he's the he's the head of the slytherin house like, yeah how much difference does it make that? yeah yeah yeah, I'm not really very clear about that. Snape also not really doing much in this flick. Yeah, he's not in it enough. Yeah. Any... He's not in the book much either. Though, no, really. he's not. Yeah, he's not. There's uh, there's not enough of the tension between Snape and Harry in the second one as there, as there is in all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and they kind of undercut Snape in the fourth movie too. I think it is. Or no, maybe the fifth one. I can't remember. There's one of them. He's not really in much yeah. at all either. So not a lot of Snape in this. Um, yeah, Dumbledore, you know, again, he's a he's a, a kind old man. I like that you get to see his his mm-hmm. office in this one. That's yeah. cool. That's a really cool scene in the book, too. Yeah, where it's it like is. he finally gets to see where Dumbledore lives uh-huh. in that magical office full of 
weird instruments and Fox the Phoenix that just like I, I love that Harry at that point had been having like the shittiest day ever all this just this huge streak of bad luck uh-huh. everybody thinks he's killing people and he's the air slithering and then he walks in and this fucking bird just, just catches on fire yeah self immolates <laughs> and he's like god fucking damn it <laughs> I like that that's I cool. do too I think Dumbledore uh, in this especially in that final conversation with Lucius Malfoy mm-hmm. he's a badass like yeah there's a point where Malfoy says something and and Dumbledore's like, "Oh, you can try." Like but basically if he were Ryan, if he were a rapper, he would have been saying, "Try me, bitch." <laughs> like, who you finna try? But he just seriously like he he's so soft-spoken but like doesn't back down. Yeah. Like, just like, no, I'll fuck you up. Don't and you worry. see subtle stuff too, like even like in, in Hagrid's hut, whenever he's walking out and he mm-hmm. looks directly at Ron and uh-huh. and uh, Harry who are under the invisibility cloak, like yeah. he knows they're there, you can see him and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're not fooling Dumbledore. Yeah, he probably does a bit in this to, I think, assert that he has a, a greater power, which he just doesn't wear on his sleeve. Yeah. Which is fine by me. And also, he doesn't like, dude's, need to. Dude's performance, again, is fine. Yeah, I it's think fine. It, it works for mm-hmm. what it was. Um, and the other ones that who's the dude that plays the second Michael Dumbledore? Gambon. Michael Gambon. I think it's just so aggro most of the time. Yeah, that's what my wife says. No whimsy <clears throat> at there's all. There's no real whimsy to him. And you don't you don't get enough uh, development of him in the the movies as as much as you do yeah. in the books. So like, yeah, yeah, I agree. That, I don't know who you could have gotten I to think- to play it the right way. I mean, other than fucking Gandalf. Yeah, exactly. That's the only person. But yeah. then, like, there's no way. Like, yeah, he's just the old wizard guy. He's not gonna be the old wizard guy for yeah. every every single series. How about this? How about Patrick Stewart? Hell yeah, I'd watch I mean, that. He really he could perfectly it. play it. Put 100%. a beard on that fucking guy and a wizard hat. Yeah. I bet I'd he be could even grow board. a beard. I bet he could. Mm-hmm. Put his mind to it. He'd have to put his mind to it though. You got to think about a beard as it's growing. <laughs> If you don't, shit could go crazy. My favorite character in the movie is definitely Seamus. <laughs> who is only there to say what is happening. Fucking Seamus. I, I talked about it in our first episode, how literally you can't understand a word he says in no. the first bo- uh-uh, movie. No. In the second one, it's a little better. But like they were like, <laughs> okay, just try enunciating a little, a little harder. But what I love about Seamus is the way that like all that he does in this movie is say what's yeah. happening. Hey, Neville's Ron's got, got a howler. Ron's yeah. got a howler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ron. That's who had a howler, yeah. <laughs> Them's Cornish pixies. Uh-huh. That's true, Seamus. <laughs> Later, he's down there in the Chamber of Secrets. He goes, Arietta's a basilisk. <laughs> yep. Them's, Good job, Seamus. Them's the credits. Yes. All right, Seamus. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> At this Hedwig's theme, we hear Hedwig's, it. you hear it? <laughs> he's like the hyper meta character yeah. seeing the movie Seamus man <laughs> he never does get fully comprehensible no like no. and he's better for it he is better for it better especially for it. in like I think it's the fifth one or sixth one where he's like my mom didn't want me to come back to Hogwarts is she <laughs> what about that is huh? been telling lies huh what what Huh? Yeah, I just cleaned that up so that it all made more sense. <laughs> I was getting subtitles in front of you. Yeah, that helps. Right there. It does. What about all, all Hagrid's in this movie? Okay, Hagrid... Um, <laughs> he shit on pretty bad. He gets shit on real bad. And also, I don't think they gave him more than one take for anything. 
<laughs> like seriously, pay attention to the the Quidditch scene. I think they just had him walk on set. They put his in beard green on screen. in front of a green screen, and then he was like, "Here he's got a rogue bludger." <laughs> oh no. Cut. It's fine. Print fine. It. Move on. He was probably still wearing like shorts and flip flops. Yeah. Like just under Can the I camera's go reach. Now? Jesus. <laughs> um, he didn't get Harry's much. Harry's got a rogue bludger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he didn't get much at all. And he also doesn't make any sense in this. Like when he tells them to go into the Forbidden Forest. Why? Why? Yeah. So you can potentially get killed by my old pet spider and his like family. He... he in his mind, that's all that could have happened. How would he know a car would show up and save them? I There's no way. I mean, but let's be fair. Rupert Grant... I mean, uh, not Rupert Grant. He didn't have anything to do with this. Sure he did. He just played a character. Ron, at the end of this, should have been murdered to death by Hagrid. <laughs> because... Hagrid gets sent to shit-ass Azkaban. It's Okay, what is wrong with these fucking wizards? <laughs> <laughs> You're suspected of a crime and yeah. they send you to be Basketball tortured by dementors. To the camps. What the <laughs> fuck? So he's yeah. suspected of being the cause of all this. Gets sent to Azkaban. The, the worst place in the, the world. The worst place in the world where you're just constantly experiencing fear and torment. <laughs> because and maybe you might have. You might have done something. And, and then Dumbledore hey, says... No due process. <laughs> That's what we're trying to get by right now. Yeah. We don't need that shit. Do yeah. process. Maybe bang their heads a little bit when you're arrested. Send them. back to Mexico. Yeah. And and send people that we don't like to Mexico. Everybody <laughs> to Mexico. Everybody down there. Go. Um, so at the end, Dumbledore tells Ron to send an owl to Azkaban to have Hagrid released. Yeah. And Ron sends his fuck up owl, <laughs> Errol. Errol <laughs> Who can't find anything or yeah. get anything on time. And is like about to die for yeah. sure. And then Hagrid shows up at the last feast like, sorry, I'm late. Uh, apparently some fuck up owl was fucking up. <laughs> this is the exact time he should have grabbed uh, Ron by the neck and just snapped his neck quickly <laughs> with his large like, giant well, hand. That's that. And then everyone would have still stood up and applauded. They would have been like, oh, okay, good. You've murdered the person who could have just used any of these schools owls. Any of their school owls. Or just been this. like, hey, you, you have a fast owl. We want to get uh, Hagrid out of that yeah. torture prison. I'm I'm poor and mine's pretty shot. Yeah. Please. Maybe let's use yours. Hey, um, actually, by the way, uh, Dumbledore, before I leave, can I just use a fast owl? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Instead, Great. Hagrid got to enjoy several more days in wizard hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ron. <laughs> So yeah, like uh, Hagrid, maybe that's why Ron did it though, because Hagrid sent them to their deaths, and oh, Ron was okay. like, "Oh, I'll get you back, you motherfucker." Yeah, I'll send my slow ass fucking busted yeah. owl. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Spend some extra time on vacation. You fuck. What is <laughs> <laughs> whenever Hagrid came in? Hagrid just looked at Ron and was like, flipped him off, yeah. and Ron just flipped him off back, <laughs> and then they both had a good laugh. Like, all right, we're even. Yeah, we're, we're even now. Even. All right, all right. All right. And it's it like, just became a prank war for the next few books. I'm that got worse that. and worse and worse. <laughs> Escalated to like yeah. death. Where Haggard was like, oh, uh, Ron, Harry's at the bottom of that well. Better go. <laughs> Pushes him down a well. 
<laughs> I like where that's going. Again, there's there's a great fan fiction waiting there. Yeah, happen. that would be fun. Right but, there. I mean, Haggard, Robbie Coltrane, he's great. Yeah, he's great. And I like, too, that they explore the whole, you know, because they, they, they talk about it in the first one how yeah, Haggard got kicked got out, kicked out and stuff. I like that they went back and explained why he got kicked out. That's cool. But again, uh, an instance of uh, Dumbledore's weird, weird choices that he makes. He knows... Because he says he knew that something was up with Tom. Yeah. He knew that Hagrid didn't do it, but he still was like, well, yeah, well, we got to kick you out of the school, but you can be our groundskeeper. Well, again, this is the same guy, you know, that goes to the school that was like, yeah, one of the guys was like, you know, wizard Super Hitler, racist. but we're still going to call one of the houses after. Yeah, him. it's fine. They it's really fine. just play it right by the rules, right down uh, the middle. Right down the middle. <laughs> No, no both exceptions sides. whatsoever. Yeah, Dumbledore was probably the first person to say, hey, there are good people on both sides. <laughs> that's where, that's where, oh, man. where Trump got it. <laughs> I'm starting to think less and less of Dumbledore, yeah. I think, is what's mm-hmm. happening right now. Well, that is the good thing, I think, about in the, the seventh book, where that, that like tell-all book about Dumbledore comes out. Yeah, he's not a perfect character. And he's not a perfect character. I we like learn more and more about him and learn yeah. that like, he's, you know, he went through a lot of shit. He was, yeah. he was a badass, and as an old man, became more level-headed, but he made a lot of bad decisions. What do you think about Lockhart? <laughs> he's an idiot. Like... Kenneth Branagh, the yeah, great Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, he plays him great. Uh, he does a real good job. I really he does. Love... You can tell he had a lot of fun just chewing yeah. the scenery, playing uh, that part. Well, yeah. that's Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Um, but like when he walks into that classroom the first time, and he walks by the painting of him painting a painting of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tight. It's really funny. It's yeah, it hilarious. is. It's funny. He, he plays it all funny. But can everybody he... see me? Can everyone? Hear me. Yeah, he gets quieter. That's, that's a good, that's a good method. Hey, if you want to take control man. of a room, you got to make people shut up to listen to you. I do think that it's kind of weird though to think that like, okay, all the moms and stuff obviously like pine after him and stuff. Yeah, and Hermione thinks he's a hottie. Well, that's and the stuff. thing that's weird to me is the, yeah. the idea that like all these like twelve and thirteen year old mm-hmm. girls are like, ooh, that Kenneth Branagh, mm, dreamy. I remember there was a guy who, this was an elementary, I was in, I think, second or third grade. Yeah. And the high school sent, like, their talent show or whatever to the elementary school. And there was a guy who danced. And all the second grade girls were like, oh, he's so hot or whatever. Dance and dance. And then he became a middle school teacher, like, a couple years later. Uh-oh. And, um... So those same girls were then in middle school with him as a teacher. Oh, no. And they were real weird about it. And it turns out he was gay. So that was good. Oh. Yeah. All right, then. Twist. (laughs) Yeah, twist. Huh. So he didn't fuck any little kids. That's good. Good deal. That's great. Yeah. But I remember remember that as a second grader being like, that's weird that they like, because he's so old. Yeah. He was like, what, eight years older than us or whatever? Right. He just seems so old. It's not probably th- way younger than us right now. Yes, one hundred percent. I'll tell you what's fucking hilarious. So at that that white trash party I was at last night, mm-hmm. um, Josh has the WWE Network. Awesome. And so he's playing all these old pay per views and stuff. Uh-huh. And we were watching like SummerSlam '91. Awesome. And it had it was like Hogan and Warrior versus I can't even remember who somebody. But you this know, this was when they were a tag team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and was we were, it tugboat? I don't think it was tugboat. No, it was uh it was fucking uh damn it. Uh 
Sergeant Slaughter when he oh, was okay. like an Iraqi supporter. Uh huh. So Sergeant Slaughter and the Iron Sheik, or yeah, yeah. but it wasn't the Iron Sheik then. It was Uh-oh. when the he was, Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is funny because Iron Sheik was actually from Iran. Yeah. Maybe he was playing like a Russian guy or something. <laughs> Made no sense. But anyway, like we were watching this and we were just like, man, alive. Like you know, Hogan always looked like somebody's fucking dad. Yeah. And like you know, Warrior was just jacked as yes. fuck. He and then was we, a steroid. Oh my god! Uh-huh. And then we figured out that he was like age thirty-two when that was filmed. Like he's younger than than mm-hmm. us right now. Yeah, by several years. And he looked like an adult. And I'm like, and I look like a child when I see myself in the mirror, dude. I'm like, my my wrists right uh-huh. now are seriously like five inches around. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> when do I develop into an adult? When does that happen? Because I yeah. remember as a kid, I'm like, I guess that's what you look like when you yeah, grow up. You totally look like a grown man. Yeah. And when people call you sir, you don't think they're making a joke. Oh, man. When people call me sir, I do almost <laughs> always involuntarily <laughs> yeah, really, right? laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Like some old fuck. Wait, what? Oh, me? No, not me. There's someone <laughs> standing behind me or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. It's weird. Getting old. <laughs> but yeah, I like the way that he plays Lockhart. Like, you can tell he had a ton of fun with it. All the stuff of him, you know, having Harry sit there and sign his fan mail and shit, yeah. I think is really, really funny. It is. Uh, he does He does a good job. I would just mm. say overall he does a good job, even though I I mean, I think they could have found somebody who was like a more like young, heartthrobby kind of guy. But That's true. But he did a great job with he it. He did. I was stoked to see his performance. What about the Malfoys? Boy, so Lucius Malfoy has his biggest role in any of the movies in this one. Yeah, in fantastic the casting. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Jason Isaacs is goddamn awesome. Yeah, yeah he's he great. is perfect to play the role uh-huh. of Lucius. And, and I mean, it looks like he could be Draco's dad. Mm-hmm. 100%. Really, really great similarity between uh-huh. them. And they're they're really spreading their racist message, etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lucius is also trying to kill a little girl. <laughs> it would... And gets Certainly off seemed that way. Scot free, basically. Well, and I mean, ultimately is responsible for the near death of several kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like near death. Yeah. If not for those Mandrake stem cells that uh-huh. they import. <laughs> also, another thing that could have been cut from the movie, the whole Mandrake, Mandrake stuff. That Mandrake scene made no sense. It's no. not useful at all. It doesn't teach us anything about Mandrake that is useful in, in the plot of the story no. of the movie. Again, in the book, you go into those details. In a movie, you got to trim that shit down. I mean, it just could have been, oh, Madame Poffrey's fixing up Mandarin. a... Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, she's concocting a potion. It takes time. You know that potions take time because the polyjuice mm-hmm. thing. That could have been it. No mm-hmm. reason to do any of the main Polyjuice stuff. potion is another thing that could have been cut completely. Because yeah. we don't learn anything from that. You just learned that it's not Malfoy. Yeah. That he doesn't know anything. And we could have just learned that by finding out it's not Malfoy when he goes into the Chamber of Secrets. You know, that that's a good point. It's like, well, it, or it could have been Harry and Ron are like, oh man, we gotta, we gotta like see if Malfoy knows anything. Let's get under my dad's invisibility cloak and sneak uh-huh. in. Let's follow him, sneak into the, yep. the, the common room uh-huh. of the uh, Slytherins, eavesdrop. I mean, Crab and Goyle are so stupid, you could be just standing behind them and yeah. then pretend to be one of them and be like, yeah, hey, what do you know about the Chamber of Secrets? And then Malfoy would be like, Goyle? And he'd be like, I think so. Did I say that? Actually, I think that Malfoy would have been more like, Goyle, Goyle, what are you talking about? Dude, this is how I talk. <laughs> Draco just like spits uh-huh. all of his lines. Mm-hmm. Potter, Potter. <laughs> testing these pop filters out on these mics real hard <laughs> I mean oh my god dude he is uh, you know it's, it's funny cause like uh, what is his name uh, that plays Draco 
Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Tom Felton. Felton, there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, turns out to be a pretty good actor later yeah. on in the flicks. Oh, he's even good in this. Like, uh, uh, there's uh, not, there's no particular, easy. there's no uh, other moment than than just one where I think he's good. But it's the moment where uh, Harry is is Crab or Goyle, whichever yeah, one he is, and he's wearing the glasses, and he's like, "Why are you wearing glasses?" And he was like, "I'm reading. I was just reading." And Malfoy, read. the delivery of "I didn't know you could read," and then the face. It's good. You can see like. Okay, if he can like pull off that charm yeah. more, yeah. then he's a, he would be a good actor, and he is. He you want to like that line even better? Yeah, it was improvised. Holy shit! Seriously, fuck. I know that makes it like even even. That's better. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that shows he really kind of understood that character and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? You're you're right though. Like there there are parts that I'm thinking of specifically towards the first of the movie where he's like trying to be real like snarky and aggressive and mm-hmm. he's just spitting those lines out mm-hmm. but there's there's other stuff in the movie where he is a little bit more subtle Malfoy's and just like cocky and arrogant and stuff he's, he's real bad at insulting people in these early ones Not he calls good. harry scarhead which yeah. is that an insult like he has a scar on his head yeah he does which is yeah. is a sign of him defeating the most powerful wizard to ever live yeah it's kind of so, cool yeah pretty cool yeah. yeah like if he were in that scene on the orca he'd be like oh i got this from uh killing the most powerful wizard that ever lived <laughs> oh okay oh, well man. yeah you're Tight. a badass it's pretty badass you hey, win. could you take out that shark <laughs> yeah maybe try that <laughs> Uh, Lucius, I like I like the way that that dude plays him. I think he's really fantastic at mm-hmm. being that haughty, arrogant, powerful, yeah, aristocratic so kind of thing. He's really good. Um, <laughs> I think one of the most ridiculous moments of this entire thing is at the very end, whenever you know he's walking out uh, of Dumbledore's office. Uh-huh. Harry gives Dobby the the book that has With the, the sock, the sock in, in it. it. Yeah. And then Lucius gets so pissed that he's going to kill Harry. He starts doing a vada kedavra, which isn't in the book. I checked. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So right. that was in the movie. They were like, "Let's make this a big deal." Yeah, and it's like really like you were going to murder a child. You you are going to murder the chosen one in Hogwarts, ten feet away from Dumbledore, over a house elf. <laughs> Let's like just, you could have just, just murdered him that for a second. anywhere else yeah. if that was the plan. Yeah, it's like, how about at the bookstore? Yeah. How about just swing hey, Harry, by? And, yeah, All boom, right, you're I'm done. Out. Anyway. <laughs> Disapparated. Yeah. He was seriously going to murder yeah, it's crazy. Harry fucking Potter <laughs> right there. <laughs> he gets a little hot-headed, I think. Yeah. I mean, especially it's like they're supposed to be pretty well off and stuff. It's like they can't yeah. get another house elf. Uh, I mean, maybe... Maybe all the other house elves are too racist for them. Maybe they're all white creatures. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, damn, we can't have these things around the kids. These <laughs> things are nasty. <laughs> that makes sense. Could be that, man. Yeah. But so- I like, too, that it shows that, you know, because in, in the first movie, we definitely get that that Draco has a lot of the whole, you know, oh, pure bloods are better. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But in this, you see that he comes by it honestly because that's the household he was raised yeah, in. Yeah, that's it's, what they say. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. So you see that he is, I mean, in more ways than one, just a clone of his of his father. Mm-hmm. You know, the blonde hair, everything, the racism. Mm-hmm. You see that it's, well, yeah, he grew up in that environment. He's just repeating this stuff that he heard his own, his own dad say. Mm-hmm. So I do like that. Yeah. I do like that. That's a cool, again, kind of world building. Yeah, element. the world gets deeper and deeper with the, just these small things, for sure. I want to talk about my favorite 37-year-old 
scat freak in this movie. You talking about Moaning Myrtle? <laughs> oh, Harry. I am. Why don't I sit in the U-bin and you shit on my face? <laughs> you don't have to live in the toilet. I mean, that's the thing. So you're choosing to. Like, you can say that she haunts a bathroom and that's sure. that's creepy enough, but it's like, literally, she hangs out in the U-bin. She even invites Harry to come live with her in her toilet later. Yeah. And it's like. Piss I mean, on me. Yeah. What if R. Kelly would have gone to Hogwarts? He would have loved that bathroom. <laughs> that would have been great. A teenage girl died and he gets to piss on her all night. <laughs> he would have written another remix to Ignition, probably. Pissing on the ghost of a dead teenage yep. girl. That's At Hogwarts. Thing. At Hogwarts. <laughs> Jesus. That is killer. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's killing me, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, Myrtle is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but yeah, she's a freak. She's freaky, yeah. She's a freak. Mm-hmm. And then the <laughs> fact, too, that... Yeah, that's the funny thing about her, though, is like... Um, I can't remember her name that plays the character. Yeah, but she but she's she's 30 37 yeah. when this is being filmed. 37 yeah. years old. I've seen her in other stuff. Yeah, she's like, Doctor Who. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, she, she looks so... And sounds. And sounds so young. Like a fucking teenager. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. That's got to suck for her. Yeah. Yeah. Go to buy a beer and they're like, get out of here. Or I mean, at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It has to be pretty cool to be 37 and still get cast as like school roles and stuff. I mean, in in a world where most actresses turn like 30 and they're expired. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's cool, I guess. I don't know. Everything's weird and fucked up. I think if you look like that and you have that voice, yeah. anytime someone's attracted to you, you have to be skeptical of what they're attracted to. Yeah, yeah. That would be pretty shitty, I what bet. What bands do you think that Moni Myrtle likes? Oh, God. Definitely uh, the, the Cure. Cure. Yeah, she's a huge Cure fan. I think Sisters of Mercy is one of her bands. Oh, yeah? Like Lucretia, My Reflection. That's probably I feel one like of her she's jams. probably really deep into, like, goth new wave type of stuff oh yeah. yeah what about like uh maybe the smiths yeah oh, davy stranger i am the song <laughs> i am the air oh man mm-hmm. the charmed theme song the charmed theme song we all know it <laughs> i think she seems like she's probably a big davy stranger fan she definitely is for she's, sure and she's watching band. your videos all the art yours sorry videos davy strangers videos it's uh, not my videos his hey. videos yeah yeah, the strange one. The strange one himself. <laughs> so filled with darkness and depression. I wonder why, like, nobody nobody at Hogwarts... Because, I, I mean, obviously, like, all the teachers know Moaning Myrtle was the girl uh-huh. that was killed the first time it was open. Hagrid knows. Everybody knows. This is a question I have about all but these teachers. Nobody says anything about what it. What the fuck do they do all the time when all this shit is happening? They, I don't know. The teachers never figure any of this out. No, they never do. Now, I get that that's a staple of children's books. It's sure. that the children can figure out but things. But these are the powerful wizards. But these are powerful wizards. Dumbledore is the most powerful wizard. He never figures shit out. No, he's very he's very aloof pretty much all the time. But same for McGonagall. Like, McGonagall's a badass, but... Yeah. What the fuck ever she's doing. She's playing wizard Sudoku and stuff, I, I mean, guess. It's in the sixth book that we get told that, like, oh, well, uh, you know, Dumbledore's been doing this stuff the whole time, and that's why he's been aloof. But it's like, yeah, but, like, along the way, kids were maybe going to die, and he could have stopped looking for Horcruxes for a second to be like, oh, what's up with this Chamber of Secrets nonsense? Yeah, it's like, there's a basilisk 
openly petrifying students yeah. at my school. And by the way, they're only being petrified due to sheer dumb luck Yeah, that not one of them saw the basculus directly in his yeah. eye. Yeah, this could have been really, really yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's keep the classes going and stuff. Yeah, he, he's, he's pretty much like, uh, like the fucking owner of the camp in Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Mel. I bet oh, he gave shit. one of those house elves a raise and was like, you're the leader of the kitchen now. <laughs> just don't say anything yeah, to the kids. Yeah, don't say anything about it or tell oh, the parents. Man. Just don't. Do you think there was a child molesting house elf? Oh, my God. Back That's why I... Creature doesn't work at Hogwarts Back anymore. Back where I'm from, we call them baldies. <laughs> <laughs> Creature would have been like, Back where I come from, they call them bald bloods. Oh, Creature, uh, you're gross. Creature's always gross. He really is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, there's Myrtle. Uh, we've talked about Filch and the Malfoys. Don't uh, be the house elf. Yeah, I think the most two most important people uh, that really make this story that don't get as much play in the movie as they should, Dobby and Jenny. Yeah, yeah. Dobby and Jenny are really the, the cruxes yeah. of this book. Dobby's and- making all these crazy things happen, and Jenny is making all the other crazy things happen. Yeah, exactly. Dobby is everybody's favorite um, masochistic slave. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> he's always beating himself with shit. Now, here's- See, again, there's got to be a lot of weird, fucked up, sexy fan fiction with Dobby and well, his love for being a slave and I, self-abuse. I think, that, <laughs> I think that Dobby in some ways represents Harry's emerging sexuality. <laughs> I love where this is going. And Go. The self-beating and... <laughs> The loud noises in the bedroom. The being petrified. The being I'm turning petrified. to stone. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Obviously, the, the, the snake-like phallus. Yeah, clearly. Exactly. Dobby's like, beware the snake. Uh-huh. If you go, you'll see the snake. The snake is long. <laughs> Seven miles. Oh, shit. The doors. <laughs> I was thinking you're Morrison me here for no. a second. Um... So yeah, Dobby, he's like, he, <laughs> and he kind of looks like a dick in balls. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, I mean, he also, he looks like either my dog when she's trying to look sad. Definitely. Or Salem just an Teep old Buggins. man's bald dick and balls. <laughs> a little bit of both. I wish he would have been a fucking Frank Oz puppet. I do too. Rather than the yeah. CGI. It would have looked so much better. Because here's the thing is like, there's several times in this movie that there are I guess puppets are animatronic creatures. There's mm-hmm. there's a puppet fox mm-hmm. for a second. Looks great. Does. And there's even an animatronic basilisk. Whenever you see some of the close-up shots of Harry like stabbing yeah. and stuff, that's definitely a big animatronic yeah. figure. They look great. They do. I would have been happy with a Yoda-like puppet Dobby. I'd been very okay if with that. If they had more time, I'm sure that's what they would have done. They probably would have brought Frank Oz but on as director. Would it probably- have taken more time than doing all that CGI back in 2001 or two I whenever just, this was being made? Come I on. don't think that they thought that it was definite that all the Harry Potter books would end up movies. So yeah. they wanted to cash in as quickly as possible. I guess so. I think they could have done everything with Dobby as as a puppet yeah. and it would have looked great, I think. They also wanted the kids to still look young for those first years. You yeah. Because if, if you wait too long, kids kids grow quick oh yeah especially at that age for sure but yeah i don't know man like all the scenes of like him like at the first of the movie when he's like jumping on harry's bed and stuff 
you can tell he's clearly not interacting with any yeah. real world objects. All Anytime the, Harry grabs him, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. obvious that yeah. he's not holding anything. When he's hitting himself with stuff, there's like no yeah. impact. It's like that's something I've always found with early CGI stuff mm-hmm. is like weight and yeah. impact of objects seem to be a real issue. Yeah. They're they're getting good at that now, but for the longest time you could always tell it's like everything just feels like it's weightless and soft. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there's no impact when he's bashing his head with mm-hmm. a lamp or whatever. So I don't know. Um, but but overall, like the voice cast and stuff, mm-hmm. and even the way that the figure itself looks, I'm on board with it. I'm fine yeah, with it. looks good. There's, of course, questionable stuff. Why was he walking with Harry's letters in his pocket? Yeah. Yada yada. Why? I mean, the movie doesn't give us enough of an explanation for Dobby's behavior. So yeah, if you just watched the movie, yeah. I understand why you're annoyed with Dobby. Yeah, and you're like, why is he such a, a fan of Harry Potter? Yeah. Why is Harry Potter such a fan of Dumbledore? That's a weird thing to me. And like yeah. this, how often he's like, no, Dumbledore's the best, the greatest, the most amazing wizard to ever exist. Yeah. Bitch, you just learned about wizards a year ago. <laughs> that would be like somebody just finding out about basketball and being like, I'll tell you what, never going to be another player like Steph Curry. <laughs> Are you sure? There are sure a lot that? of players who are really good. <laughs> no, nope. Larry Bird. I've heard of this one, so he's the best. <laughs> so I don't know. Like Dobby again, questionable motives and stuff. Yeah. In this, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, did an okay job. I think with what they had to work with. Yeah. Did it okay. was fine. What about Jenny? So Jenny. Jenny. Gets, Jenny. Jenny gets the short shrift, probably because she was in Greenbow, Alabama, most of the time. Huh? Oh yeah, being Jenna. Being Jenna. <laughs> she gets short shrift in this because uh, she's the most important character in this yeah. entire story. But we don't really get her story. And then, like at the end, it's just like, oh, don't worry, nobody will ever know about any of this stuff that you did. Yeah. And that makes her feel better, I guess. Also, I she basically is kidnapped by Vol. I mean, she is not basically. She is kidnapped by Voldemort for a year. Yeah. And held prisoner in her own mind. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's real weird then that she and Harry get together. I get that they both have the trauma of of dealing with Voldemort. Yeah. But that's exactly why they wouldn't end up together. Yeah. And, and the both... fact that like Harry has all these traits of her attacker. Exactly. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. People I thought about who that. experience the same trauma can get together and talk about it. But having a relationship with somebody who's been through the same sort of trauma can be very hard. I'm sure. Because yeah. you don't know who's listening now and who's helping the other one through. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and can you even? Like, I mean, you can, definitely. Anybody can help anybody through anything yeah, yeah. if you're willing to listen and work at it. But it's it's especially hard when you've both gone through the same exact trauma and there's that constant reminder with each other, like, of that trauma. It's strange to me that they end up married and having kids. Like It's a little weird when you put it that yeah. way. And Harry's like, let me put my evil inside of you. <laughs> the sword of Gondrick Gryffindor. <laughs> that sword was little, wasn't it? It's kind of small, yeah. Like well, if it was, a, it was, if it was goblin, it was goblin made, though. Oh, that's right. It is so goblin. So it kind of makes sense. Oh, and also, good point about Gondrick Gryffindor also being an asshole. Because he that stole way. that from the goblins. Yeah. Also, kind of racist. Yeah. 
fucking shit. <laughs> this is a story about America, it I think. It is. This now, is America. Speaking of this sword, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that seems pretty unimportant at the time mm-hmm. that comes back, yes. like we said, like way later in the series. And yeah. it's a lot of little stuff, like whenever he ends up in Borgen and Burks and he sees the Hand of Glory. Uh-huh. Who would have thought that that would turn out to be an important thing Exactly. later on? That just seems like just another trinket of the mm-hmm. Wizarding World. That comes back in a big way. We got, of course, the use of basilisk venom. Mm-hmm. And and the the Sword of God at Gryffindor being infused with that, making it then able to destroy Horcruxes. Yeah, which is honestly just kind of like a plot convenience. It is. Me. It is, especially considering that later... Ron and Hermione go back down to the Chamber of Secrets and grab another basilisk fang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why even do the sword thing? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things that I wonder... I wonder when she wrote this if she knew that that diary was a horcrux and Harry stabbed it with a basilisk fang because that's apparently something that can destroy a horcrux and stuff. Like, I wonder if she had that figured out or if she just went back and she was like, okay, all right, this could work. Maybe basilisk. That's a good question. Because when you're writing your own universe, you can just make those decisions. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, too many people, when they sit down to write a large universe like this, want to think everything through. Yeah. And that is not the way to do it. The way to do it is to write it and then try to make it make sense. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. So yeah. she probably did. She wrote all that. She was like, this is a good contained story. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, so how's Voldemort going to come back this time? And then she started thinking like, oh, maybe he split his soul into different yeah. parts. Yeah, and, and stuff. That's, how, that's how the ghost of Tom Riddle was able to come back. Yeah, and, and that's why Harry speaks Parseltongue because he has yeah. part of that in him. I mean, there, exactly. there is... There is some of that in this book, though, that may indicate she already had the idea for the Horcruxes. So, yeah, I wonder about that. I really wonder about that very much. And you know, we also get the sword coming out of the hat. That's yeah. something Neville brings out later on to kill Nagini and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, well, and see, I guess that would be the reason why you need the sword because how would Neville kill Nagini right. at that point? Yeah, yeah. If you didn't have the sword, and it also gives you the the perfect conclusion of Neville's story that he is Bad a true ass. Gryffindor. Yeah. So yeah, that all does actually work out pretty perfectly. Um, you got a Horcrux theory. I have a Horcrux theory. It's not mine, though. This is a theory I read on, on the Reddit. It's all right. We're that, Americans. We steal. Yeah, we just take. Um, the theory is, what we learn in the seventh book, that carrying a Horcrux or having a Horcrux near you starts to drive you right a bit nutty, a bit crazy. It's makes like you, uh, carrying the, the, the one ring. Yeah, it yeah. makes you quick to anger, etc., the theory is that it's not the Dursleys' fault that they were mean to Harry because he is a Horcrux. Oh. So he, being a Horcrux and being constantly around them, causes them to, to the be constantly irritated and stuff. Huh. And so it, it's That's not their fault that they treat him like shit because kind of living with horcrux all the time but then it's still their fault because we see hermione in the seventh book she carries the horcrux and she never lets it do that to her because she's a badass yeah exactly so you know they they had choices along the way but maybe it wasn't entirely that they just wanted to be shitty to this kid Hmm. it was that they were being constantly driven to rage by the horcrux that's interesting which also explains why in the books so often Harry has like these blow ups with people. Like people just get mad at Harry and stuff sometimes. Like yeah, because he is a horrible out, right? Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. I'm sure. I like. I'm sure there's ways you could poke holes in it and stuff. Oh sure. But it's like that is a that is a pretty fun thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's pretty neat. Now I got a question for you about this whole parcel time business. Yes, yeah. Huh? What? Huh? What? I just opened the door. Don't worry. Oh okay. Yeah. A little draft. Mm-hmm. So okay, when Harry first hears the voice of the basilisk, uh huh, talking at him, is when he's in Gilderoy's office uh-huh. serving his detention. And Harry's like, oh, did you hear that? And Gilderoy's like, no. I've heard nothing of the sort. Yeah. And then, boy. and then later on, he's with Ron and Hermione. And he's like, can't you hear that voice? And they're like, no. Uh-huh. So, okay. He's hearing this other language. Uh-huh. To everyone else, it just sounds like a snake hissing. Uh-huh. So they should still hear Shouldn't it. Shouldn't they be like, I hear a hissing? Yeah. And I hear a, like a lot of hissing yeah. going on. Right? And then he's like, oh, but to me it sounds like this. Oh, that's weird. Hmm, hissing that sounds like English. You must be a parcel mouth. It should be very easy to make these conclusions. Yeah. And everybody should be hearing this hissing going through yeah, the fucking it's pipes. it's loud as shit to Harry. It well, must be loud. he can hear it and it sounds like fucking plain English to him. Yeah, he's following it behind, like it's behind the walls. He's following it throughout the school. So yeah. it's loud enough for everybody else to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the idea that because this thing is moving through the pipes and mm-hmm. it's originating out of a bathroom, mm-hmm. for one, you have the problem of, my God, those sewer pipes are huge. gigantic. Yeah. Because yeah, that basilisk is fucking like 30 feet tall. They're wasting a lot of water at Hogwarts. It would seem that mm-hmm. way. Because, I mean, that thing is gigantic. And you're telling me that thing is sneakily evading being <laughs> seen? It's fucking Ow. huge. Ow. Yeah. And then also, too, I guess because it's always sliding through them sewer pipes, it's covered in duty all the time. Oh, shit. Big it's old, a dookie brown basilisk. Big old duty snake. Dookie brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably keeping the pipes nice and clean, though. I bet they are. Yeah. Hey, that's a good thing. Why kill the basilisk? He's keeping the pipes clean. Yeah. What if in the next book, they were constantly having plumbing issues? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the it, thing that was basilisk. always cleaning the pipes is dead. <laughs> And, you know, I also wonder, too, like, there's that part where, you know, to open up the the Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. Harry has to, like, he finds that tap that has the snake on yeah. it. And it's like, they're like, talk to it, Harry. And he's like, I can't. I can't. And they're like, imagine it being more snaky. And he, like, imagines it being more snaky-like, mm-hmm. and then he can talk to it. I wonder how snaky something has to be for him to talk to it. Like, I wonder if he can be looking at a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. Like, or some yarn yeah. just on the floor. Yeah, or like a big dong and just start, like, you know, like just a big old dick. He can be like, maybe just it's a, a big, snake. Just a big dick <sighs> that's a little curled. Just yeah. a little curled up. Yeah. He's like, that's probably a snake. Yeah, and then just start, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> like, how snaky does something have to be for him to talk to it? I, let's find out. I'll call him up. Harry. I have to wonder about it. Mm. <laughs> Got him on speed dial. So I don't know. Speed dials a thing that I just said and realized most people would be like, well, no. "What exactly is that?" Yeah, what is this? You, what is speed dial? Is that like when you push the thing that says the person's name and it calls them? Yeah, that you mean it's calling pretty fast. people? Yeah, it's pretty fast <laughs> dial. I don't know, man. I like. I love this movie because it's Harry Potter. Yeah. And as I said with our first one, I'll, I just enjoy being a part of this universe sure. in, in yeah. any way. If it was a graphic novel. 
I'd love it if mm-hmm. it was a play. I'd love it if it was yeah. some extended universe stuff. If it's fucking naughty fan fiction. Yeah. I really love it. Mm-hmm. Find <laughs> out that the Chamber of Secrets is like a sex dungeon. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I like all of it. So it's like watching the movies is always fun for me because I'm just like, cool, it's a visual companion to my imagination. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what about this movie. Tell me what. So usually with these flicks, like all the Harry Potter stuff, um, and I'll do the same thing with like the Lord of the Rings flicks and stuff like this too. I just turn them on, mm-hmm. and it's stuff for me to like have on because I've seen them a million times. I read the books yeah, a million I times. I know the attention. stories. Yeah, I pay no attention mm-hmm. to it, and I practice guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write music. I'll be fucking you know talking to my fans on on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, mm-hmm. or I'll be you know going in and out of the room, whatever. Uh, it's been a long time since I just sat down and watched this movie and just mm-hmm. watched it. And it's really not very fun to watch. No. I think I have come to the conclusion it's the worst Harry Potter movie. I think it's the worst Harry Potter mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, because it's like there's there's other ones like part five and part six. I know you love five. Mm-hmm. But like, I get a lot of problems with six, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like the the stuff they chose to pay attention to in the plotline of six is just fucking stupid. And why did Haggard hold up a wand at the end? To... What? Haggard doesn't have a wand. Holy no, what, shit! Like, Does he really? Yeah. Whenever they like, they all make the dark mark disappear. Which Haggard has a wand. Haggard that is makes no fucking sense. Which in the, in the the book is just uh, McGonagall just wipes it away because yeah. she's a fucking she's badass. badass. Yeah. yeah. And in the movie, they have everybody hold up their wands, and Haggard's holding one. And I'm imagining, like, Robbie Coltrane had to be like, now I don't have a wand. Yeah. Right? (laughs) And the director was like, yeah, just hold it. Just hold it. And then, you know, all the, like, why pay all this attention to Ron and Lavender? Mm -hmm. Why burn down the burrow? Well, Lavender was cute. That's why. Well, why never explain who Fenrir Greyback is? Like, they never even explain that he's a werewolf. Such an amazing, scary character. Yeah, scary character. He's awesome. So it's like there's other movies that I have more problems with. Yeah. But they're shorter than this one, so they're yep. probably better. <laughs> I can't believe this movie takes up nearly three hours yep. of your time to watch. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. It is. That is such a huge chunk of your time mm-hmm. to watch a movie that I mean, dude, it just seems like they could have told this whole thing in an hour and a half. I really think they could have trimmed it up enough to make it an hour and a half, hour and forty. Yep. Um, Even at two hours, it would have been... First off, you'd be cutting off 40 minutes. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, Even at two hours, this would have been more sit-throughable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely so. So, I don't know, man. It's like, I I feel like... I feel like it was just a very lazy Mm -hmm. book-to-movie translation. We're like, I don't know, just do the whole thing, I guess. Yeah. It's like, should we figure out cleaner, easier ways to make this happen? No, just the whole movie. Just make it the book. And they finished up filming and they were like, all right, we're going into post-production. It's coming out in a week. So yeah. let's finish. Go. Yeah. Just reuse all the, the soundtrack like, from the first uh, one. Okay. Uh, I'll put them in a sequence of events. All right. Now I'll start cutting. They were like, no time. Yeah. Done. It. It's fine. <laughs> go. How long is it? Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's honestly like kind of surprising. It didn't like crash the franchise. It is. It is surprising. But the books are just too big. They're too big. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing that it did do was make the, the, uh, who is it? Warner Brothers. 
yeah. made Warner Brothers uh, realize, okay, we need to take this seriously. And that's yeah. why the third one comes with a, a new, fresh tone, darker, uh, mm-hmm. but also at the same time lighter. Because the kids wear normal clothes instead of robes all the time. I know that in mm-hmm. the books they wear robes all the time, but it really does help. Yeah, to when you just see them wearing see normal clothes. Them to be normal kids, yeah. yeah. And they were also like, and also in the third movie, let's leave out like so much of the important stuff. Yeah, like let's just make like it doesn't need to make sense. Padfoot and prongs and who I don't know, whatever, fuck it, whatever. Who made the Marauders map? That matters. No, it doesn't matter. Nah, no, that matters. So many shriek, <laughs> the shrieking what? Yeah. Ah, whatever, fuck it. But let's throw in a song. Where someone says something <laughs> wicked this way comes. And a shrunken head Jamaican man. Oh God. <laughs> there's problems, dude. I know people love that fucking third movie. Yeah, but there's but a lot of problems. Get real, dude. Mm-hmm. There are some fucking problems yeah. with that movie. So I don't know, man. With this one, I again, I, I enjoy it because it's Harry Potter. But mm-hmm. it's like if I am talking about this as a movie and like how much did I enjoy sitting here watching this the other night? <laughs> dude, when it was two in the morning and I yeah. realized I still have an hour and a half of movie yeah. left. Mm-hmm. Listen, at that point, uh, I was watching this on, on Blu-ray on my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I, I hit uh, I hit the 1.5 speed. Yeah. And honestly, it did not matter. No. It My second no watch through, yeah, I was just zooming through scenes where it's like, okay, none of this is important. No. None of this is important. No. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I watched half of the movie on 1.5 1. 5 speed. And didn't miss a thing. I did not miss a <laughs> thing, and it was still too long. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It, in terms of enjoyment, man, if I'm going to rate this thing, I'm, I'm thinking... God, this seems this seems rough to say. I think like three and a half. Ooh, I mean it's, that isn't it's cold. rough to say because I was thinking four. Okay, you're a four is I'm I'm gonna say four because uh, I think about movies that have given a lower grade and they don't give me the joy that I get out of this. Even yeah. like you know because I could I could do what you were talking about where it's just on in the background. Yeah, totally. And I see yeah, I'll do scenes, that all the time. And I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah, Harry Potter, but. Yeah, sitting through it, <laughs> paying attention to it, writing notes about it. It's just like... Kind of a task. Too long. Kind of a chore. You yeah. know, one thing I forgot to point out when I was just summing this up a second ago, too. Um, again, pretty much all the soundtrack is just reused from the first movie. Yes. I don't feel yeah, like there's John Williams, any new soundtrack. John Williams didn't have time. He was working on two other movies and uh, uh, tasked his assistant to do a whole lot of, you know, just basically translating wow. little notes he would write down, but nothing really changed. No. I mean, it, it's great. Don't get me wrong. All yeah, those, all those main the themes stuff. are yeah. great. But do you notice how like so much of this movie has a lot of dead space in it mm-hmm. where there's no soundtrack and yeah. like no ambient noise? Yeah. It really makes it feel really fucking weird to me. Mm. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, you'll just have like Harry and Hermione and Ron walking through the school. Yeah. And there's no ambient noise. Nothing. It's like there's not footsteps echoing. There's no reverb on their voice echoing through the halls. Yeah. There's not the sound of other students chattering and talking. Didn't have time to do any of that. I mean, it's just dead, mm-hmm. still kids' voices. And I, it's weird. When they inevitably takes me out of it. remake these movies in like a decade, yeah. maybe less, um, I would say what they'll do is film the first two movies concurrently Mm -hmm. so that you don't get the kids aging too much. Sure. And then they'll wait two, three years before they do third, fourth, fifth, sixth, Mm -hmm. because they can, you know, once you're in the teenage years and into the early twenties, which is what we got with, you know, the the kids in these movies, 
it, it looks fine. Yeah. But in those first two years, when you're talking about 11, 12-year-olds, they still need to look like little kids. Totally, yeah. Uh, and that would have helped if they did that with this. If they wanted to have the movies come out a, like back-to-back in a year, they should have been filming everything all at once. Yeah, just knock them all out. Yeah. yeah. So what other thoughts do you have about your four rating? Um, it, this could easily be improved by editing. Yeah, um, obviously. But again, it, yeah, if they'd had more time, if they could have brought in Frank Oz to direct, not that Chris Columbus is bad or no. that his tone from the first one um, shouldn't have sort of continued for the second one, but maybe bring in some new blood, somebody uh, to bring a different perspective. I'd love to see Frank Oz, and yeah. plus he would have he would have muppeted the fuck out of Dobby. Yeah, that would have been great. Hell yeah. Um, um, it could have been improved by a lot of little things, but they were just trying to make almost $900 million, so they didn't really care. <laughs> this movie almost made a billion dollars. Holy shit. Did it seriously? Mm-hmm. $879 million. God diggity damn. Yeah, so... That's nuts. I mean, it's surprising they didn't just keep doing the same thing with all the other movies, yeah, really. honestly. After yeah. they made that much money that quickly for doing basically nothing. Yeah, the same shit. Yeah. Wow. So, eh, whatever. Right on. I, again, I'll, I'll I will watch it again. Obviously, yeah. It's like I said three Anytime and a half, but it's down, like yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm not gonna skip the first two movies to watch the Harry Potter movies. I'll start at the first one. I'll watch yeah. the second one. I don't care. There was a certain I don't know childlike joy that the first one had. It's like there, yeah, there, there, so much about the first two movies are so similar uh, in their look and their tone mm-hmm. and their soundtrack and everything. But there was just a certain like wonder and joy about the first one mm-hmm. that I felt like was kind of lacking on this one. Yeah. This one just seemed more like everybody show up, read the script, go through the motions, cut, we're done. It really w- does feel like that in both scenes. Everybody's going through the motions. I mean, I would say with Maggie Smith or, um, you know, the guy who played Dumbledore, I can't yeah. remember his name for right now, and Jason Isaacs, those adult actors were doing the job they do every day and so they're fucking great at it yeah yeah uh alan rickman the same thing oh yeah but i guarantee if they'd had a couple more takes it would have been better sure yeah <laughs> like and like so just more time to develop that script because if, yeah. if they were putting these things together that fast there was no time to go no. now what would be a better way for them to find out rather than going to the yeah. forest it was just like whatever the source material is already there just fit it onto the page and let's yep. go. So yeah, probably a little bit more time would have helped, but then you're talking about the kids getting older and it yeah. not looking right and shit too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. They, they worked with what they had, huh? Yeah. Give I, it's possible try. that remake, cause like, I know people get tired of remakes and they yeah. pretend like it's a brand new thing, even yeah, though yeah. remakes have been happening since the 1910s. Sure. Um, it, it comes down to a remake. They know it's a billion dollar movie. Every movie. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, you go, you get the best child actors you can get. You you can film a whole bunch of stuff concurrently. You can whittle the scripts down to everything you know needs to be there because you know the whole story now. Yeah. A remake couldn't be could be good. I think for the remake, I'm gonna go with as far as like child actors go, mm-hmm. I would put Harry Potter as Macaulay Culkin. Perfect. Ron Weasley will be Harry Joel Osment. Haley Joel. Haley Joel. Uh-huh. Uh, Hermione, Matilda. Okay. Yeah, Matilda girl. I think this will work. Who's yeah. Go, who's going to play Draco? Uh, Tom Felton. 
Okay, yeah, Tom yeah. Felton. Yeah. yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. I he's think it'll great. work. Yeah. yeah, I think we've got a good recipe for success on our hands here. We just have to go back in time and kidnap those children. <laughs> no, they're still kids. Are they? Yeah, we're only 34. They're still kids. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Off we go. Now, Steve, next week we're going to return to our horror format. Horror format. Horror format. Uh-huh. The rural juror. Rural juror. <laughs> and be talking about another spooky, scary it's flick. Spooky, scary. That I've not seen, but mm. you have, I have seen. seen. It what twice are we watching? Now. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I've had so many people suggest that we do this. Our, our dead and lovely... I hope I don't crush their hearts when I tell them it's a bad movie. <laughs> oh, dang. I hope that I love it. I hope you do, too. In fact, it makes there, good there are elements of it that I know you're going to love. Okay, and tight. I also love. Yeah. But, man, that movie frustrates me. Run on. Now, I, I, again, I haven't seen it. I've had a lot of people ask me if I've seen it. And our, our Facebook group, I think, has asked us several yeah. times to do mm-hmm. it. It's been suggested. And we times. always appreciate your all's input yeah. and suggestions for movies. So, please do keep those coming so i'm looking forward to checking it out where is it streaming right now is it on uh, hulu or something i think it's on hulu it's on Amazon? showtime anytime okay oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. okay okay so i'll watch it on there i might start it tonight i don't know uh, it's a short one it's only an hour and 20 minutes it's surprisingly oh so i could watch it twice in the time yeah. it took to watch chamber of secrets yeah literally that's insane <laughs> jesus christ anyway yeah be sure to tune in for that next week. I'm looking forward to talking about it with you guys. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Ben Eller Guitars. Where can they find you? Stiver uh, Sprafflung. That's me. I first Dershember. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At, at Instagram. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, at Steven Spratling. Uh, you can also find us at Dead Lovely Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Uh, we have a Facebook group, which is awesome. Uh, always fun. And we also can be emailed at deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We've gotten a lot of great interactions in that Facebook group, and I've mm-hmm. also seen several people posting on their Instagram pages whenever we have new episodes and stuff. We appreciate that more yeah. than you know. Yeah, for real. We need all the oh, advertising also, we can get. get well Chris Potter. He had yeah. ankle surgery Oh, recently. yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right, man. He needs some Skelligro. He does need some Skelligro. <laughs> oh, shit, his last name's Potter. I know. Is right he there. related to Harry? <laughs> Ankleless Reparo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dead and Lovely. You guys have been fantastic. We have been Steve and or Uncle Ben. That's us. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.